Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling, and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're, You're listening, listening to the Podmania, Podmania Pro, Pro Wrestling, wrestling Podcast. Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Mine eyes have seen the glory of Podmania, my lord. Rob isn't here today, I know that strikes the chord. Chris and Garth will argue, and I promise you won't get bored. Podmania marches on. Glory, glory, Podmania. Glory, glory, Podmania. Hi, Garth. <laughs> That was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Is that my best one yet? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I've certainly put the most fucking gusto into that. Jesus. Do the introductions, Garth. My throat hurts. Hello, everybody. This is Podmania. Yes, as you'll notice, the leash has been let loose again. <laughs> the handcuffs are off. So it's, uh, yeah, the uh, crazy people running the asylum. Yep. Uh, you got the fucking crazy old man and the... <laughs> I'm the autistic wonder uh, here again. <laughs> Diagnosed, you can't get mad at me. Um, we are here today to talk. Like, it's actually a really fucking serious episode, Gaff. We're here to talk about AEW Double or Nothing. Damn like right. the, the show of the year, spoilers. Um, we're also going to be talking about Impact because that's the one thing we can't drop. I mean, like talking to uh, just at Gar for an hour about best of Super Juniors probably isn't the best thing to listen to. It'd be like one of those fucking <laughs> god awful solo casts that I used to do. Like I don't know why you guys let me do that for so long. It's probably because you didn't listen to them. But um, uh, some drunk... people listen to them. I think they go higher numbers than some of the others. <laughs> yes, that's because New Japan is more popular than Impact, Gar. Uh, I, I won't deny it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fact of life. Like, it, let me put it this way. Impact have never pretended to sell out the Tokyo Dome. No, wait, they have. Um, I was going to say, they probably did. No, they have. They, that global impact thing, that was just taken from Wrestle Kingdom. Really? That's yeah, terrible. that's literally just a Wrestle Kingdom. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we're here to talk about AW Double or Nothing and what the fuck's it and impact we're also gonna have a nice little topic of conversation in the middle um no news mostly because I, I i was told we were doing this last minute so <laughs> thanks rob um why isn't rob here this week gas i'm trying to think of a reason um jimmy havoc took a staple to his balls and now he's getting um to to the hospital in rick and marty we're going to give him a pathetic <laughs> Okay, so next week he'll be back with his new prosthetic. Yes, um, just poking into his microphone. And so if you hear like a... He can't help it, he's new to it. Um, God, he could rip it off like a hot dog. Anyway, uh, on to Double or Nothing. Gaff, what were your thoughts of Double or Nothing going into it? Like, what did you think it was going to be? Fresh, exciting. That's, a, that's the one word that I saw banded about more than anything. It was exciting excitement 
Really, Can't I saw the word T-shirt company thrown around quite a lot. Oh, yeah, but that, that was just a small, disparaging group of arseholes. Um, <laughs> WWE fanboys. Um, but I don't know, after, after it, I think even some of the, those people might have been a bit sort of turned. No, yeah, in like wrestling groups I see. There's like, okay, so there's two wrestling groups I'm in called... Um, Pro Wrestling Evolution and but um this that's not wrestling or something like that. Um, I was added to one because it's my friend's group and I just um joined the other one because it got being recommended to me. And like <laughs> every time there's like an asshole fanboy in there, we don't let them. Um, we don't kick them. They just let people argue with them. <laughs> and there's this one dude. And I'm, g- I'm not gonna say his name because like that's irresponsible and also kind of illegal. But <laughs> let's call him Bob. And Bob. <laughs> Does not like anything that's not WWE, which I would be fine with if he wasn't such a cunt about it. Nice. Like, honestly, like, literally once I was like, okay, what's everyone's New Japan match of the year? He was like, none. They all fucking suck. And I'm like, okay, damn. Okay, so what pro- uh, what New Japan have you watched? Um, None of it, because why would I watch Deathmatch shit? And I'm like, damn, Bob. Uh... <laughs> Damn, Bob. Do you even watch New Japan? And then, like, recently, someone was like, okay, Triple AOC, my I want to get into Lucha. He's like, neither. I'm like, dude, you haven't watched either of them. Watch stuff before you criticise it, man. Like, yeah, just, I, get rid- I, just get rid of that, dude. I earned my... Oh, no, there's crazier people, which we'll get on to later in the podcast. Um, okay. But <laughs> remember how I said a topic of conversation in the middle, Gar? Um Anyway. Let's... Uh... Let's go back to being positive. <laughs> yeah, no, AEW, like, I, going into it, like, I, you know from podcasts before, I was very cautiously optimistic. <laughs> like, I didn't, I did, I want this to be good. I want competition. Like, me, Gaff, and Rob have all watched enough WWE to reject it. Yeah. And we want something better. And, like, we've all found, like, our niches that we like. Like, Rob found New Japan, I found New Japan Progress and other indie promotions, and Gaff found WWE Light. And hey, I've re reignited my relationship with Impact Wrestling. <laughs> the old flame, mm-hmm. like friends reunited, which was, would be a thing back in your day. Um... It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so how was that site, Gaff? Did you I ever never use, use that shit? Oh, oh, did you not? I, did... I stayed in touch with the people I wanted to. Very true. That's one thing I don't like about social media. Gaff, friendships just don't fucking end. Like, I, my Snapchat... I don't go on my Snapchat anymore because it's just people I matched on t- Tinder, like, three years ago. And, like, had two dates with and realised they were fucking but dull as dog shit. And just, no. Anyway, so, going into... I was culturally optimistic until... And, like, Gaff saw the change. Because I was like, okay, going into this, I need to know what the story is. Gaff, where do I get the story? And he pointed me towards what the story is. And I was like, okay, fuck, I'm hype. Fucking yeah, those videos, those on Cody's channel. Lead-up videos, Cody's um, promo on Dustin was fucking oofed. incredible. Oofed. Just oofed. Um, Dustin's, just ev- to be fair, Dustin's promo on Cody was also incredible. Yeah, like all of it. The Jericho playing his part perfectly. Oh, yeah. Jericho is just the arrogant wanker, and I love it. And... Just, oh my god! And I love how, like, when we introduced people for Battle Royale, they had fucking proper video packages. Well, that's like it. Jimmy that's... Havoc was built up in one all episode. Them, yeah. yeah, I mean, the 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 done almost sort of vignettes on all these people beforehand, so yeah, you knew who they were. 
because I didn't know who half of them were, but the... I was excited to see them when we got there. I, I had a working understanding of most people, apart from in the Battle Royal. Like, I'll admit, like, I'm not even going to halfway pretend I know who everyone is in the fucking ba- Battle Royal. I knew, like, 60% of the people in the Battle Royal, passive, yeah. like, in a passive sense. Um, but in the case of um, main card, with the exception of the women's triple threat and the um, Orient guys and the Joshi wrestlers, I knew basically everyone on the card apart from one people who came across earlier who i then did remember but we'll get into that anyway the first match was a 21 man casino battle royal and the way they did this was like weirdly like unique but also not as good as the royal rumble yeah it was a bit clusterfucky (laughs) very well it's about royal gaff but um the thing is with it it was split into decks i can't remember who the decks are don't judge me um and then they'd come out and then we had one joker who like massive speculation who, who it could be what was it going to be hangman page was it going to be it was hangman page but and I, i'm going to go over all the competitors in this match gas because they're all in front of me um so we yeah. had adam page ace romero by the way stop me when you think someone is of interest um ace romero um who's like the big pounce guy <laughs> um billy gunn who how the fuck does he have a job Billy Gunn looked in such good shape, though. Like, he still looks amazing. Didn't he get <laughs> fired in 2015 for steroids? Well, you know, I'm surprised, <laughs> but he looks good. Um, Brandon Cutler. Um, Brian Pillman Jr., who, by the way, guys, hey, you'd love. Who has the worst haircut of all time. Oh, I don't know, Garth. Have you seen Rob's? Uh, <laughs> uh, whoa. It's, it's, worse, it's worse than Johnny Aces. Really? In the nineties. Really? That mullet, that bleach really? blonde mullet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, move on. I wouldn't say that. By the way, you'd like Brian Pillman Jr. He's doing the whole new Heart Foundation thing in MLW with um Davy Hart, Smith Jr. Nice. and um Teddy Hart. And it's weird because Teddy Hart is the least heart heart. <laughs> like, and he's mental. No, that's the thing. No no, that's a very heart thing, being mental. But True. and moans a lot, which again, a very heart thing. I was going to say, that's Brett, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like, Brett, Brett's best when um as a character when he's moaning, because that's what he does in real life. But, in the case of um, Teddy Hart, like, he has no fundamentals but big spots, which is, like, the opposite of what Hart's are. Because he's, like, I see, he's crazy, and he just goes head first into anything. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, Dustin Thomas, um, Glacier. Oh, that was amazing. Um... Elijah Cassidy, Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela, who died, um, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, who became a fucking Luchasaurus star was here. Brilliant. Um, he, uh, was, he, he, he was my favourite. He was in the Reptile Tribe in Lucha Underground, which I think is after you stopped watching. Right. I only saw the first, like half of the first series. You'd like, um, it's on Amazon, but you do need to get a separate subscription, which is annoying. It's so bad. No, I thought Luchasaurus looked like an absolute beast. Um, Marco Stunt, who is like a really well-proportioned midget, like he's fight. He's I think he's under five foot tall, but also like he's in proportion, like nothing <laughs> is off. So it, he is slightly adorable. Um, Matt Quinn, MJF, um, Michael Nakazawa, who is the DDT guy who keeps annoying Matt Jackson. Yeah, uh, I saw that. <laughs> I liked uh, MJF. I thought he was really good. Yeah, he's a mini. I like his he's, he's like sort of. He's a mini EC3. <laughs> Uh, you're like a Miz. 
like early Miz sort of thing. Um, Orange Cassidy, Sean Spears, who is uh, Ty Dillinger, Sunny Kiss, who I love. Orange, Orange Cassidy was quite fun as well. Yeah, um, Sunny Days and Garth's favorite, Tommy Dreamer. Oh Christ! Uh, they get old Tommy in there. Uh, uh, but to be fair, he he did he, he's best in a battle royal. He can get in his spots, can get the pop and leave. Yeah, which he, got, he did. He got his um, bionic elbow. Yeah, um, he made um, Jamie Havoc look like a million bucks, which was yeah. nice of him. Um, who, who really stood out to you here? Um, I thought Sean Spears had a pretty good show, and he got an amazing like reception. Well, yeah. And he's always bigger than I remember. I always thought he was one of the small he, guys, but he's he was in, in the land of the giants. To be fair, like because when you think back to his. Big feud, even in NXT. He's against Sanity, who has Alexander Wolfe and Killian Dane. I suppose I. But he, he just looked... I don't know. He, he looked... Two-Face. Like someone, who, he, someone who you can put a belt on and believe it. Two-Face, he's had like six months. Yeah, um, true. Just to work out. So. I thought he had a good he had a good show. And Joey Janela looked really good. Joey Janela always looks really good. Apart from when he got killed. <laughs> Jesus um, fucking the, the, Christ. Like the, spot, the spot with him sitting in the ring smoking and things. Yeah. It's quite cool. He, he's the bad um, boy. <laughs> By the way, Penelope I, Ford is the perfect ballet. Yeah. Because she stays out of the way, but like she has great reactions. Like her reaction when Janela went through the table. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, who else? Ha- obviously, Hangman Page came in and. Oh, I I have the I actually have some um of our messages screenshotted. All right. <laughs> um, and Jesus. Jeez. Okay, so Garth really likes Hangman Page. She hasn't seen him a lot. I do. But Garth loves Hangman Page. He's just got that. It's, for some reason, it just reminds us of Mr. Perfect. It costs me Mr. Perfect and Bret Hart. He's just got that. Hair. He's got that. I don't know, just the way he wrestles. He's really good. Like, really, really good. He, he can. He's more exciting than Bret Hart, Garth. Oh. <sighs> hey. There's <laughs> nothing wrong than being. What's the word? Economical. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, I, I can't I can't say anything because Walter's my current favourite and his, his whole thing is I have very big, good fun, fundamentals. Um, I forget what his name was, but the dude with no blimps. Oh, yeah. He, he, he did a pretty sweet like, sort of 619. No, he's really good. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, he he's, has no limbs, but he makes it... He doesn't make his opponent look stupid. Yeah, like, apart from the fact he had to sort of lie in the corner for quite a lot. Well, he has no gaff. You have to <laughs> allow some. Well, obviously, I know, but like you thought they would let him do a bit more, but he got his stuff in. Pretty cool. He's really cool. I hope to see more of him. Like, I think in, especially in like, multi-man matches, he'd be great. So, Gaff, can we talk about the person you fell in love with on this night? Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus, yes. Oh, Brilliant. My. Like, what, what, what do you like about Luchasaurus, Gaff? Well, he's not your typical luchador. Normally, when you think of luchadors, you think high flying, quite small guys. But he's an absolute monster. He is. And but the thing he... is, I think Lucha Underground has sort of turned the idea of a luchador in its head in oh, yeah. modern day culture. They, well, they had the proper like mix of luchadors, and they had sort of um... yeah, Penta Phoenix, Jeff Cobb, Aerostar, etc. And they had yeah, and they had like. Um... What was he called? Il Mascaras, what he was called? Yeah. Um, um, and then Blue Demon Junior. Yeah. So they had the big dudes as well, but 
Luchasaurus just thought, I don't know, he just looked like he came out looking like strong as in he's going to be one of the sort of the big, like a Kane type character. Yeah, um, I, d- I don't think it's going to be quite a Kane. Like, it's very hard to take someone called Luchasaurus seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, well, he does need a name change. What somebody was he... who's going to... What was he called in Lucha Underground again? Um, he wasn't called Luchasaurus in fucking... Um, Lucha Underground, hang on. Um, there we go. Vabroa. Vabroa. I don't know how to say that. But, like, <laughs> whatever. It, pronounced correctly. It sounds cooler than Luchasaurus. <laughs> so, just just saying. Um, J- T- Jimmy Havoc did look great, great here. He hit his Acid Rainmaker. He hit his um, Staples. He hit, em- <laughs> he hit everything. I think Jimmy Havoc is a great long-term champion. But I was going to say, he, he's definitely someone they're building up. Well, they have to, Gaff. He's amazing. Term. And he's left the UK Indies for this. Like, you can't take away the UK Indies most... Um, traveled per star and not have pushed him to the moon because he's proven he can be great. Gaff, he put progress on the map. Like, li- yeah. literally, his two year title reign is what made progress what it is now. <laughs> so, interesting to see who he sort of has feuds with. Um, MGF, I think, would be a good start for him. Yeah, I was just going to see him actually because they're totally contrasting sort of. People, and, like characters. and he's one of those people who can make he like ba- he basically made Will Ospreay so Jimmy Havoc could make someone like MGF. Yeah. Like put him in a hardcore match and immediately MGF has that um mean streak that he desperately fucking needs. I think I think this match was just the perfect way to open the doors to showcase what they've got. Gauge audience Even, reaction. Yeah, and it was and it was on the the buy in so it was free. Yeah, um, I had to switch Fight TV 4 because fucking the YouTube stream didn't start and I didn't know it was on Fight. So, <laughs> oh well. It was, it was good. What do you give Hangman, us? Hangman oh. won, so. Yeah, well, to be fair, as soon as Hangman came out, it's like, yeah, he's going to. Yeah, he's win, yeah. So, um... to, to be fair, out of everyone to go for a world title shot in this, ha- Hangman makes sense. Yeah. Um, the only other person I think would make proper sense right now is Havoc, because like, a lot of these guys are people you need to build. Yeah. Um, maybe Pillman Jr., but he's not a draw. He's like he's, nah, a, he, he's an MOW draw, which, considering their biggest draw right now is Filthy Tom Lawler, who I'm pretty sure Gaff doesn't know who that is. Nope. Um, from a, from a MMA guy. He's pretty good, actually. He comes out to Oasis is fucking in the bushes. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, and actually had some great matches with Jimmy Havoc. I think his match with Jimmy Havoc was my match of the week, one week, actually. So, anyway. So, how what have you given this one? Uh what what did we give it? I think we had overall gave it a seven. Like yeah, Rob, seven. Yeah, it, it is. It's a any battle royal is fun. Yeah, it was good to see. It was good. It was good to see these people who we're going to be seeing more of. Yeah, it's a perfect introduction. So yeah, perfect. Um, especially if you don't know who a lot of these people are, because like I yeah. don't care who the fu- how big a fucking wrestling fan you are. Like it's a running joke that I do not basically in the group chat is that I basically do nothing but watch wrestling. I didn't know who half <laughs> these people are. I'm really. I'm really sad that Nakazawa didn't do as much. <laughs> he like he, he was just got he just got oiled up. <laughs> yeah, he was big at the start, and then he was the first one out. So also, to sun, be fair, also like, sun, sunny um sunny um sunny kiss. Yes. Yeah, good. Yeah. Like I loved her. I loved her. Just no him. Sorry, he's gay, not trans. I'm getting mixed up. Um, but that, that's awful. But like rubbing his ass in Dreamer's face, I like <laughs> that. 
I, I think props to the um, to the commentary team because they did a lot to get had quite a lot of information to get across. Yeah, for this match, You've especially had, um, Excalibur. Excalibur. I think excellent. he's probably called half of these people. So yes, he's excellent. Next up, we have Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara and Ooft Gaff. Ooft. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. It was so. It was a pro. It was a proper PWG spot fest. And it was. And it was. Um, it was quite a good move for them to have their first ever ref, a female ref. I see. I didn't. I literally didn't notice until you pointed out because I don't see yeah. gender gaff. <laughs> well, no, but it's. <clears throat> it is a big deal. No, that's the thing. It's. It's a. It is a big deal. But at the same time, WWE hired a girl ref and basically made a big song and dance about it and threw her down in NXT so Vince wouldn't jump on her or something. Exactly. I think that's why they're... Not why they're doing it, but this is what's making them different. Yeah. Is they're just doing the stuff and they're not making a big deal about it. Mm. That's that's the best part of it. They're just going, right, this is what we are. That's it. That's, We're that's... not going to put anybody above anybody else. That's one thing I was going to praise them for in the Triple Threat match, but I'll do it now. How diverse in every single way this roster is. Yeah. You have people of like every race, every nationality and we didn't throw it down your throat. And it's not all oh, look at us, we've got the first trans wrestler, we've got the first this and that and the other. They're just but, these are they just, just fucking do it. And they're our here's our roster. We'll get it. we'll get more into that as we move along. Yeah. But in terms of this match, yeah did it did it were you much aware of either of these people before you came into this? I'd heard of Kip Sabian. I hadn't really seen anything of him. I'd heard of him, but um, nothing of Sammy Guevara at all. Um, Sammy Guevara is a US um, indie scene stalwart. Kip Sabian is a um, UK. Um, he was yeah. actually at the Ring of Honor show I was at um, last year. Yeah. Um, he was in the US versus UK tournament it was in the international cup i forget who he was against flip gordon that's who he was he was against flip gordon had a really good match with flip gordon which is fucking hard <laughs> so like props to him and like this was like a proper pwg like if this was in bowler well not Bo- quite bowler but like if this was on a random pwg show i think this would be uh, this was really good like this is yeah. probably the best pre-show match we've had since i don't know wlc it was just good like sort of it was like solid good ground sort of mat wrestling mm-hmm um, a lot of like sort of fans and reversals and stuff like that built into some nice high spots. Yeah, um, um, like for... I, lo- I love the I love the spot where um, Kip Sabian sort of feigned the sort of triangle drop kick sort of thing, mm-hmm. the corner drop kick, and Sammy sort of ducked, and then uh, Kip sort of just kicked him off the apron. I love that spot because <laughs> normally. You see that spot coming, you know what the outcome is. Mm. So they just turned it on its head and made it into like a sort of like a dummy kick. It was good. Yeah, great release of version of expectations. And like these two are very much a junior junior mid card level right now. I, I'm not saying they couldn't be built to mm. a main event status because in te- like basically anyone could. Like if you'd have told me six months ago or even probably three months ago that Kofi Kingston would be mm-hmm. WWE champion at this point, I'd be going, well, WWE is probably in the shitter, which it is, but it's not Kofi's fault. And There was um, that, that um, shooting star um, press on Kip Sabian draped on the railing was oh, a bit of an insane one. Like, yeah, like, that's not a pre-show move. <laughs> that is not a fucking no. pre-show move. 
and the crowd were really into this as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like this crowd was into basically everything. Like they yeah. went in, like, I think they went in knowing right. We need to make these guys look fucking strong. And then these yeah. guys, and then like they didn't have to try because these guys were just so fucking good. It was reaction. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't sort of set up. It was all reaction. Exactly. Which is the best. Which is the best type of like crowd reaction. Who do you think has the most potential at BT? Probably Sammy Guevara. You pick? Yeah, I well, don't know. He's who you picks in the predictions, isn't he? I, I think so. But I just, I don't know. I think both of them were. It's hard to pick them apart. Like they were, like both got their shit in. Both look quite strong. I think Sabian has a better look. Yeah, he has. Yeah, I get that. I um, think Sammy Guevara has that sort of. He looks like he's just come out of the, the sort of gym, like the the training, because he looks like quite fresh faced. He looks very, very sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> But it was just a really fun match. Another fun match. And that was it for the pre-show. What would you give it? Give that out of ten? Give that one seven again. Right. See, I gave it an eight, but I think I was just really excited because of because seeing Kip Sabian on a big stage that isn't fucking world of sport. Fuck. Um, then we had after that the pre-show. Gr joined the team. Yeah, Gr joined the team, who was not shit this evening. Um, that evening. No, he was good. He, he wasn't. Like classic job, but he was, he was good. He was interested. Yeah, <laughs> like he 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 didn't mix up fucking Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Junior. <laughs> like, do all British people look the same to you, Jr.? I think the Excalibur like helped him a lot with this. Excalibur, Excalibur's such a good commentator. Yeah. Like, I wish they'd use him on for New Japan because we've been stuck with fucking Caprice Coleman. <laughs> and like, did you ever get Caprice Coleman when he was doing ROH stuff? I don't think so, now. He was, he's, was always just... Oh. He's so bad. He's so fucking bad. And then, you know, um, who else we've had? Juice Robinson, who, who just does not sound interested on commentary. He just does not sound interested at all no. on commentary. Like, Jesus Christ. I miss Rocky Romero, and I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> um, anyway, the main show started with the SCU team of Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky, one of Gar's favourites, versus yep. Strong Hearts team of Seema, L. Lederman, and T-Hawk. Now, I saw Seema and T-Hawk in last year's Bowler. Mm-hmm. So, like, I knew who they were. I didn't know they were from OWE, because I think that information sort of just left my head, but I knew who they were. I had no idea who Lederman was, who looks like Tyler Bate and Minoru Suzuki had a baby. <laughs> he just looked like a, like a just... Yeah, just like a bruiser. He didn't have any fancy pants. He just had like yeah, black like pants. young lion, like no knee pads. Yeah, and like and it, he just... it, he looked like a very angry baby. Yeah, it's like okay, <laughs> you can wrestle one match and then you're going to bed. <laughs> I thought you looked quite cool, actually. Yeah, well, you would, <laughs> right, <laughs> right up your alley. Um, what what do you think of this match, Jeff? <laughs> Another really good match. Amazing. Like, like SEU doing their thing as they always do. Like this Kazarian... is the worst town I've ever been in. Yeah. Like Kazarian saw... I wouldn't say underrated, because he is rated, but he saw underexposed. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he's seen... Like, it's sort of how Phoenix was in Belucha Bros. So, like, he's really good, but the problem is he's been in teams with people who are, like... Think about, like, for the last few years, he's been with Daniels, who's, like, the biggest indie star ever. Yeah. Oh, like, he was in a faction with fucking Bobby Roode. AJ Styles and Daniel Sewitz again. 
never gonna get over that. And then he was in fucking Raven's Flock, which like yeah, yeah he, he was the second biggest person in Raven's TNA Flock. But then again, he had fucking Sick Boy or whatever his fucking <laughs> name is. And so, you know, you might as well have had fucking Kizani. But yeah, and I to be fair though, Scorpio Sky also a really well kept secret, but also oh, apparently yeah. a right balance. Really? Yeah, like um, apparently he just started, he started bad mouthing Kevin Steen for no fucking reason. Like he'd go around um, different shoot interviews burying Kevin Steen for no fucking mm. reason. Well, like, and this was years ago. Like, because to be honest, before the SEU thing, I had no fucking clue who Scorpio Sky was. I'd, I'd never seen him until I started. Apparently, he was like a PWG um, journeyman and. Like, and apparently when the Canadians turn up, like Generico, Kevin Steen, etc., he refused to work with them because he didn't want to put them over. Jesus. So, like, that's probably why he didn't get as far as he did um, yeah. for so long. So, that's the thing. You can't be an absolute prick in... Unless you're Loki, apparently. But you can't <laughs> be an absolute prick in wrestling. Like, because... You don't get booked. <laughs> the, yeah, you don't get booked. Anyway, um, <laughs> this match was so, so good. It was oh, just... Yeah, I mean, even though the fact that you can see, like, sort of, Daniels is starting to show his age a bit. Well, yeah. But, like, like he's still... He's can... still a mate. He's still doing yeah. the best melt to ever, so... Yeah, and, I mean, some of the spots that they did was, like, the... the not so much the spots, the, the team moves, the tag team moves are so smooth. Look, this made me want to watch um, OWE. Yeah, and that Stronghearts team were f- fucking amazing. Like, that Chima... Was a hard hitting motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, T Hawk uh, has a great meteora. Yeah, and that um, Leatherman. He was just—you could tell he was sort of the greenest of the. Yeah, like the well, he's, of them. he's still in his young lion pants. So, but uh, but I mean, fucking hell, like some of the spots. Yeah, no, that's thing. I've seen some of the gifts from OWE, and it's fucking insane. But I was always in my head just assume they didn't know how to like structure a match. But this is a very well structured match. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there were points where I thought they were going to win. Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, you and Rob did think they would win. Yeah. So I thought SEU would have put them over, but I guess. I think they're going to use. Around. If they're going to, I think they will end up using SEU more. Like I think they might end up building Daniels up for um like one big title run, so we actually have one because his Ring of Honor title run was a fucking bust. Because um as soon as they did that, fucking Cody came in. Mm. Which sort of stole his thunder. So it was him, um, but I really, really enjoyed. This was one of the better sort of six man tag matches I think I've seen in a long time. It's the best six man tag I've seen since probably Brit Strong Style and um, Undisputed Era last year. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. can't think of many better six men. Like even the one at Bound for Glory wasn't Miskit. So I loved it. Yeah. It, yeah, it was really good. You know what it reminded me of? Have you ever watched ECW's first um, pay-per-view? <sighs> Barely legal. Possibly. Um, there was a six-man on there between Michinoku and guys. They had, like, Sasuke and um, Michinoku in there. Mm-hmm. And, like, this sort of reminded me of that. that. And this, I said this to you, actually, when we were talking while this was on. Um, this is what TNA should have been. Exciting international talent against um, in-house favourites. Because that's yeah. how you get exciting international talent the, over. The the problem with, with most American promotions is they don't want to shine the spotlight on the the foreign boys. I, d- I after 
tonight. I don't see that as an issue because again, yeah. they they put they brought in people that not they they brought in people they have faith in, but aren't necessarily known, which is yeah. great because you're a startup company. That's what you should be doing. Well, and how many people had would have known who Stronghearts were, and how many people will probably it's a, it's a very niche thing. <laughs> Go and check out some of their stuff, though. Like, oh, I've, off the back of it. I now that I know that AWE just does it for free on YouTube, I'm probably gonna watch more. Yeah. I'd like I'll drop MLW or something to watch OWE. But, oh, uh, I, I, I give this one an I give this one an eight. See, I gave it a nine. I fucking loved this match. Oh, but excellent. like Rob also gave it an eight, though, and like apparently we're a fucking democracy now. So <laughs> like I don't know when the fuck that happened. Uh, <laughs> but, but this is great, though. Um, I hope they use the OWE guys more, but like I understand it must be expensive to bring them over. So yeah. Then um, we had a, what was meant to be a three-way match between Kylie Ray, Nyla Rose, That's and so Britt good. Baker. But no, very quickly, Garth, before like Garth splooges, um, I I just want to applaud them for not at all bringing up the fact that Nyla Rose is a trans woman and just going, she's a woman, so she's in other. This is our women's yeah, this is our women's roster exactly and. I, and I, the comedy I, team didn't mention it. Nobody no, like, but they're not. They're literally not. They're literally just doing it because they see potential in Nyla Rose. See, I don't see potential in Nyla Rose. I think she's. To be honest, I think with she, Awesome Kong there, her point but, is well, sort of negated. I was going to say, negated. if Awesome Kong hadn't come in, she would be the perfect sort of monster character. Yeah, the problem is with Awesome Kong. <laughs> it just depends on whether Awesome Kong's there. For good off, it was just like maybe it's a one-off. Yeah, maybe. Um, but she, to be fair, I think if they were keeping Austin Kong around, she'd have went over here. Yeah. Because um, Austin Kong didn't really do much in in the second half of this match. She sort of turned up, cleaned house for a bit, and then got. I think it was a reaction thing. I think it was just a sort of it was a a good pop. Yeah. I mean, which but, hell, to be pop. fair, they popped you. <laughs> fucking totally. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, because obviously you're watching it live. And when Brandy came down, I thought, and she had a gear on, I was like, ah. Oh. No, I was, I was like, don't do, don't do a Stephanie. I was saying, I was like, fuck off, Brandy. And, uh, but then when she says, we need to make this awesome, and then conquer, honestly, I was fist pumping. No, I remember, because at the time I was making toast. And, <laughs> like, like, yeah, well, yeah, it was, I was hung- hungry, Gaff. And, um,. <laughs> I was I was I was just like going between I left it to butter, I heard the toast pop, so I was like, Oh shit, I'm going to run butter my toast and run back. <laughs> and then she was like, Someone awesome. I'm like, nah. And then awesome Kong. I'm like, holy shit, saw Kong come out, ran, really but- buttered my toast very quickly. It was really badly buttered. And <laughs> ran back in, sat down with my toast and it was awesome and the match just started. It was great. Um I tell you who like that I mean all the characters that's the thing that Straight away, the characters got over. Oh yeah, um, Kylie Ray is the very person who's very happy to be there, but is also don't take her fucking lightly because she's great. Um, that's strength. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, Brett Baker is just an entire. She's really good. She she is one of the ones that I remember standing out at All In. I think I liked her All In. My only problem was she came out to Adam Cole's music, and I was so scared that would be the that would be the. I don't know, yeah. the association forever, which, because a lot of, it's, it's awful that, like, it sort of sank, 
like it happens with everyone. Like it sort of sank Tyson Kidd when people found yeah. out she was he was going out with, with Natalia. It sort of sank AJ Lee when people found out we were going out with CM Punk. It sank. Whereas more, oh, Diana Perazzo, she never gets fucking used, and she's so fucking mm-hmm. good, but she never gets used because she's going out with Marty, and people keep whoop whooping when she comes out. I was saying, oh, I noticed that. Yeah, I, I wanted to mention the music actually because I thought some of the music was pretty shit. <laughs> like like to really, be, really to sort of about, generic. I, I think. I f- like this sort of happened with NXT UK. I think we'll slowly see better themes coming. Yeah, no, it will be good if they if they employed Jim Johnson. Yeah, but like, when's the last time he did a good song? Well, you know, honestly, I think CFOs is more. It's I they're more what they're fucking more cool consistent. They're more consistent with good themes, and then they I think their good themes are as good as Jim Johnson's best oh, yeah, themes. Definitely. Like, Nakamura's, Bobby Roode's, um, even, themes. like, the stuff they're doing for fucking NXT UK, Devlin's theme's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but I just hope to get something in there, not just like, sort of, generic rock. Yeah. Um, I, I think they will fix it. I think it's just a first show thing. Yeah. Um, but and, back to the match. Yeah, yeah back to the match. To be fair. The highlight of this match was, Ky- with, with the exception of the Awesome Kong coming out, was Kylie Ray. Like, Kylie Ray yeah. is, is a fucking megastar after this. Like, she didn't win, Definitely. but. She didn't win, but. Uh, she's I the underdog, she so. Got, she got, yeah, she got totally over the crowd. She. <laughs> I put on my notes, but I, I didn't want to really say it, but she does the happy clappy gimmick better than Bailey. Yeah. Um, to be fair, Bailey doesn't get given much to work it's, with. It's believable. Yeah. Um, she's, in the ring. She's only fucking 26, Gaff. She's only been doing it for, what, four years or something? Yeah, she's only a pro four years. Yeah. And when you compare that to other people in this match, like Britt Baker's pushing 30, Nyla Rose apparently just doesn't have a fucking age according to Cage mm-hmm. Match, and um, Awesome Kong is 41, so... I think Prepare was good. I think they all. I mean, they all had the moments. Yeah, they all. Apart from Nyla Rose, Nyla, I don't remember Nyla Rose doing anything. She seemed to just be the one where, like, she was like the sort of adversary that had to get over. Yeah, to I, get at each other. I think, to be honest, I think she's. Um, she was there to basically stand off of Kong. Yeah. So. Um, I I hope they use I hope they use Nyla Rose more in the future just so I can see how good she is because I don't I think know. They will. I think they'll like say I think they'll use her as the sort of. She's going to be the monster chasing the yeah. title sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Britt Baker, I think the right person won. Yeah, Britt Baker definitely sort of has the most potential. Um, apparently she's a dentist, which I didn't know. Um, she a legit tape- dentist as well. <laughs> she What? A legit dentist? Yeah, I thought, <laughs> yeah she is a, she's an actual fucking dentist. And fucking, if Kane ever leaves WWE, fucking there's a natural tag team. <laughs> the DDSs. Um, why doesn't her finish her with DDT and she calls it a DDS? You are? Like, she could do have a DDT and call it a DDS. <laughs> or, or the... Oh, or like... Say Brian Curry just got the drill claw. But... Yeah, or like a super kick and call it the filling. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Or the... Um, or a electric chair or something and call it the root canal. Or just a jawbreaker? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah! Yeah! Anyway. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, everyone got over. This was fun. I gave it. A, I think we all gave it a seven. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, moving on to the best friends of Chuck Taylor and Trent versus Angelico and Jack Evans. How familiar were you with any of these? I'm going to ask you for with all of these, with all these matches. How familiar were you with any of these people before? Well, I knew best friends. Yeah. Because through ROH and the odd New Japan thing I'd seen. And you know Beretta, because um, Beretta's been everywhere. Beretta's been in TNA, ROH, WWE, and WWE, AEW. yeah. Yeah. Um, Angelico, not so much. Jack Evans, I knew. I'd seen him a few times. You've seen GIFs a few times. <laughs> Basically. No, I've, I've oh, he was on Impact a few times last year, wasn't he? Yeah. He was on the Impact in Mexico because he mostly got, does AAA. So, so I knew I knew them. Yeah, it was only Angelico who I didn't really know much about. Angelico's great um, when he tries, actually, because like if he's put on like the opening of a show, he sometimes doesn't try. But he was mm. great, and I saw him at ICW, and he's great in Lucha Underground. Actually, have you seen the photo from Lucha Underground where someone jumps off the office? No. Okay, that happened, and that was him. Um, oh, actually, I actually have seen that. Yeah, so... Was that against Brian Cage? No. No, yes, yes, it was. Oh. And then, like, Ivelisse is there fucking shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> him. Um, he, he was the least interesting in that team because Ivelisse is Ivelisse and Son of Havoc's cool, but... Yeah. I, I, this is really, really, really... This is a PWG match. I know I said it earlier, but this was an actual fucking PWG. It's just another, like, a fun enjoyable tag match yeah um jack evans works best in tag matches or multi-man matches he should never touch a singles match because <laughs> like he doesn't have psychology or anything he is just the sparty guy just, so yeah, like when people can, can sort of wrestle around that that's when he can excel um chuck taylor is pwg through and through like literally he's like their, he's one of the, he's like their tommy dreamer except he's a better worker he's good I, li- I like him and for some reason i can't get jbl out my head when i see him he has that sort of soft body and the same haircut. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you should see his old haircut. It's actually, there was actually a really funny moment with Chuck Taylor in PWG once. Um, when Ricochet was first getting rumored for WWE in 2017, um, he Ricochet won Bowler and then beat Taylor for the title. <laughs> and then Chuck Taylor was just like, I just went on the mic and saying, wait, you can't win. <laughs> like, I've heard you've signed. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. But, yeah, like, the, there's a great moment in this match when Ricochet literally, not Ricochet, fuck, um, Evans just back, um, being solid off of a fireman's carry. Yeah, that was cool. It was unbelievable. Like, because just... we're obviously going for like a, what was it, like a... Fast-paced was... spot vest. Yeah. And then they did the Doomsday device. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Sent them absolutely flying. Yeah. I... Um... What do you think of the best friends finish? It's alright. There's a dude buster for those who don't know, for for some if you're listening to this for some reason like watching the fucking show. Um it's a dude buster which is Scarlet Bordeaux's finish, I guess I guess half our audience are impact fans. Um into a from a like coup de gras onto the ass into it's it's really good. It's 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 good, yeah. Um all these guys are great. Angelico actually was the person who did the least in this match really. Yeah. He got a um. He got a. He did a crucifix bomb. Oh yeah, his finish is his finish is actually a crucifix um buckle bomb. Yeah, which is fucking disgusting. Like it's pretty considering like he's not the biggest dude. He's not that big, no, and he's done it to big dudes. He did it like Beretta. Yeah. Um. To to be fair, Beretta's bigger than him, so. Yeah, but no, I, I enjoyed it, and again, just. I probably use this word on every match. Just enjoyable. It was just fun. Yeah, it's just fun. Like a lot of these were exhibitions to get people over, and it was. And it was. You could see there was no. 
um, what's the word like a template? There was no, there was just go out and do your thing. Mm. Nothing's out of bounds. Nothing's Nothing out of bounds. Just please don't injure each other. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Right? <laughs> um, but no, enjoyable. I give it a seven. Um, I I get I'd give it an eight just because of how kinetic it was. Mm-hmm. But oh, I don't remember what the official rankings are. I go to podmania.co.uk to find out. But then, um, um, and also see a really fucking shitty avatars. But then we had uh, some dudes come out. Right, okay, do you know who... I've, t- I've told you who these guys are, You right? told us the other way, yeah. Yeah, um, so like, it took me a while to figure out who it was, but then I was like, oh, fuck! Because like, they came out, I'm like, who the fuck are these dudes? And then we did a move, I'm like, I've seen that move. I've fucking seen that move somewhere. <laughs> fuck! Fuck! It's the Super Smash Brothers. And like, they're very like you they're like very mid two thousands American indie. Very Teddy Hart. Uh, like so like with Matt and Nick Jackson being bookers, it doesn't surprise me that they got signed. Because mm-hmm. like they're very sort of what well, who probably partly inspired the Bucks, so they are good. They are pretty good, like I like how they've got all those sort of minions with them. Yeah, yeah. Um with a big budget now they can do more, but problem is we both they look very indie. Like, one of them looks like Crater from Motorsport. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, and the other one looks like just generic indie fed heel. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I think they could, they could do some good things. Yeah, like, I, I haven't seen a Rasso in years, so I really don't know how it's going to go. But, like, they don't, like, there's a reason I was never like, oh, why the fuck didn't they get signed? Yeah. But there's an obvious reason. And, like, as, as she, okay, so, like, but audiences don't just want wrestling. And you know how I can prove this? It's because of 205 Live. Because <laughs> well. honest, uh, no, honestly, as an in-wing product, 205 Live is probably the best thing going. Because you'll get at least a 7 out of 10 every week. Which you can't say for Impact, which you can't say for uh, SmackDown or even NXT. Mm. So like, you're probably getting an 8 out of 10 every week. But audiences do not fucking care because there's no, there's no investment. So that's, yeah, that's the thing. There's no. So like, just bring. Uh, there could be a problem just bringing in all these sort of no personality, um, indie dudes. But mm. I'm like, I, I don't want to shit on anything from this show because this was my show of the year. But like, it sort of, it, it's not really fair to to anything if you don't bring up problems, and I can foresee that being a problem. That's why they have to, um, work on getting them over in between now and the next show. Yeah, to be fair, the next show... Well, the next big show is All Out, but they have two shows between now and then, don't they? They have um, that Fighter Fest. Yeah. And they have... Um, to be fair, I love the fucking Fighter Fest um, <laughs> stuff, because it's all like Fire Fest, but like not as great. And um, what's the other one? Um, Fight for the Fallen. Mm-hmm. So, but... Like, they have time, and I believe... I, I, ha- I have confidence in them. Um, yeah. as long as Cody hasn't inherited his dad's ability to book um, <laughs> next we had fucking just a Joshi match and yeah. I loved it um, fact, I'm not even going to attempt to, Jesus Christ um, he ca- I do the Japanese stuff on his podcast why can't I pronounce Japanese fucking names they're not even the hardest ones to pronounce they're not even the hardest ones to pronounce um, that's the because I had to fucking teach myself through the G1 to announce half the shit <laughs> like I'm sure as we do more AEW stuff and they bring in these Joshis more I'll be able to do it but Jesus fuck so I'm just going to say it was Team Ajakong versus the team with the 
pirate. But like, Aja Kong's team had, like, a Freddie Mercury. Yeah. But, like, her gimmick is that she's Freddie Mercury. Is that uh, Emi Sakura? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, Emi Sakura. Um, and the other one was Sazaki. Fuck. Sakaz- Yuka... Sakazaki. Sakazaki. Sakazaki, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. She was my favourite. Yeah, she she was the one with like the like puffy pants, wasn't she? she like was, she looked she like, looked like she looked like a uh, Street Fighter character. No, she looks like Sha- have you ever played Shantae? Nope. Um, right now, as we talk about this match, so, um, Google Shantae. Shantae. Yeah, like Shantae, half genie hero. <laughs> <laughs> right, don't judge the video games I play, Gaff. Anyway, um, this match was just it, it was just a Joshi match. Like, go to any Joshi promotion. Watch six man tag and it is very much this, but like in front of a massive audience, which is good. Like Aja Kong is someone who's fucking headlined for Tokyo Dome, so yeah, oh, yeah, like she's like a legend. Yeah, she's an absolute <laughs> legend. Actually, it was a great bit. Okay, so there was this DDT match between Minoru Suzuki and some guy from DDT. I forget his name, um, but it was an empty arena match in the Tokyo Dome, <laughs> and <laughs> they had Aja Kong singing the national anthem. Oh my. And it can't have been any worse than the national anthem on this. <laughs> we skipped that for a reason, Gaff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the na- so it's like she was singing the Japanese national anthem, but then fucking Suzuki and the other guy tried to start fighting already. And then <laughs> Aja Kong just pushed from the side and kept singing. Because even Minoru Suzuki won't mess with Aja Kong. Jesus. <laughs> I wouldn't. It's fucking hell. Like, oh, Garth, you would both love and hate DDT. <laughs> you, yeah. You'd love it because you're, in a, cause you're a shit poster at heart. But you'd also hate it because you're also Jim Con- You're also our resident Jim Connett. <laughs> Don't mind. Uh, but anyway, I can't, this match was just... This is another fast-paced match, about from when Aja Kong was in there. Oh, God, yeah. That, that, that's what... That's what lost some sort of... Aja got better. Match. Aja got better throughout the match. Yeah, but when she stopped yeah. trying to be more of an Azure Kong, she did really well. She, like the fucking there was a backfist, I think it was that she gave gave one of the small girls on the mm-hmm. like the small young girl on the other side. Oofed! I thought she died. Gaff. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I witnessed a fucking murder. And I'm talking to someone who's watched the Wasteman Challenge, and <laughs> oh my, just Jesus Christ and. Like, the problem was, though, like, everyone sort of did, with the exception of on the other team that wasn't Azure Conks, everyone sort of did very similar spots, so no one ended up standing out. Yeah, I think that, like, Nizami was made to look quite good. Like, yeah, Nizami. Made to look quite strong when she's um, holding a couple of them up. Yeah, um, like, she's she's the young one, wasn't she? Yeah. So, yeah, and. And, like, and also, um, Sakura doing her um, Freddie Mercury stuff, that was fun. Yeah. Like, that was cool. Like for we were rocky stuff. I mean, I was like five beers in at this point, so I was I was going along with it. And there's a bit of a uh, a botch, a ref botch. Yeah, there was an absolute ref bell, botch. It, it was the bell ringer. The yeah. bell ringer rang too. I would of all the, like to be honest. Like I feel like a lot of the people on this card would be very forgiving. You would not want to fuck with Aja Kong's match. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> actual fuck. Like Aja Kong, like that ref, that um timekeeper is no longer alive, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Aja, exclusive to Podmania, Aja Kong murdered him. <laughs> screwing the matchup. You do not. <laughs> Minoru Suzuki does not fuck with Aja Kong. So like <laughs> you, you little fucking one hundred and fifty pound five foot eight bell ringer, just don't. 
just done fuck with Isaac <laughs> Kong. But, but... but it was good. No, it was, it was again. It was another sort of exhibition, but great showcase. Yeah, yeah. Like, and not like the anyone's... exhibition we'll be talking about when we're talking about Impact. If anyone's uh, interested in getting into that sort of thing, it's perfect sort of gateway. Um, yeah. Um, I forget what promotion these girls are from. Um, um it's the other. Sure. It's the other big Joshi promotion. I, I, I'm so sorry. I'm actually a fucking Japanese wrestling charlatan, but. <laughs> I need to watch more Joshi wrestling because I love this. But problem is, I, I also need to watch OWE. Garth is too much wrestling. <laughs> I don't know. Tell me about like, it. Like we have to. We're 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 behind the scenes rearranging the format of this podcast just because of how fucking frantic the last few podcasts have been. It's because there's so much good wrestling. You think it's not like there's too much wrestling? There's you, you know, so much good. You know, it's bad, Garth. I've I've got my dates right. Slammiversary is happening in the middle of the G1. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna have to sack it off and watch Slam Reversing. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sacking off the biggest tournament of the fucking year <laughs> to see fucking Pentagon murder himself, <laughs> right? <laughs> or Michael Elgin send someone else to the hospital. Um, <laughs> so after this, we had the match of the night. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, though, uh, Team uh, Azure. Mm-hmm. Loses that one. Oh yeah, we forgot to yeah. mention Team Azure yeah. loses. She she gets to win with a running knee. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. I, I'll give it six because it it was. I give it seven. The problem is, um, I think a lot of it is because just it's so fast that no one really got time to develop their character. So I know sell. <laughs> so no one stuck with me. Yeah. So, but like, I'd give it a seven. I enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah, it was it was still good. It was still fun. Yeah. Next um... match though, holy shit! <laughs> Oof. Fucking hell! Oofed. Like, this match was so big that Garth had to go to bed after. Like, he needed <laughs> <It's> a... true. <laughs> it absolutely drained us. Like, oh, my actual... I did not... Honestly, if going into this match, uh, going into this card, you had told me that Cody versus Dustin would be the match of the night. I would either assume, A, you think the show's going to be bad. B, you'd never seen Kenny Omega before. Or C, you're, you're just messing with me. Get out of my house. But... <laughs> Just it's fucking everything. The kick, Dustin like, bled like a government mule. That was that was disgusting. Disgusting. Like it was an Eddie Guerrero botched botch blade job. But Cody's entrance, fucking one of the best. Oh, I, how how did I not mention that? Right. So let me set the scene, ladies and gentlemen. There's the TNA stage, like literally. Yeah. Actually, I I kind of missed that in TNA very quickly, where they had like the heel entrance and the face entrance. It's like sort of the, the, it's like you're coming through like a, a sewer. You know what it's like? You remember the <laughs> WWE Invasion pay-per-view? Yeah. It was that. Yeah. It, and it was awesome. But anyway, um, fucking Cody comes out, does his thing, um, crowd goes wild for him. Yeah. Um, okay, goes back, thrown there, Triple H thrown, and Garth is like, thrown, ooh, yeah. sending a message to... Triple H there, ooh, and then fucking Cody destroys it with a sledgehammer. Yeah, and that's like fucking that's that's not shots fired. That's torpedoes fucking engaged. That what Cody did there was projectile ejaculate over to Stanford. It was an act of war. It was an act of absolute war. Not since the Archduke of Austria-Hungary was gunned down in Serbia. 
have we seen such an act of war? <laughs> Little okay. World World War One joke there for you. Um, too soon. Uh, I mean, Gav does remember it, but <laughs> but no. But no that, you know what I saw? That... You know what I saw after this though. I was WWE oh. fan because there are still those WWE fanboys who like can't accept people liking other wrestling. Like, literally, I'm fine with you liking WWE. Just let me enjoy my fucking drunk style, damn it. <laughs> but, um, it's ridiculous. Like, they were like, what they should do, they have to take the Dusty Rhodes classic and just destroy it with a sledgehammer. I'm like, no. fucking, there was a big difference between destroying a throne and t- and destroying an effigy of a dead guy. <laughs> exactly. Fucking, you stupid fucking people. Do you know what it is, though? I can honestly think, and I know this is all in relation to the Triple H's pissant comment. Yeah. But I think Triple H knows exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. He 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 came up through the territories, and this shit happened then. And it's because the way WWE's been set up now mm. that it's it's so inular, it's so cut off. Mm. It doesn't mention other oh, emotions. It, it whereas, did. It did this week. <laughs> well, yeah, but like. I think Triple H would have... I honestly believe Triple H would have had a bit of a wry smile. Thinking, right, okay. like We're on. But problem is, though, he has to contend with Vince. Well, I was going to say, when that old, when I got that old man out of the way, we're on. <sighs> yeah. As soon as Vince dies, we're yeah. fine. Dignitas. Vince, anyway. You know what it is? Vince probably didn't even fucking see it. <laughs> yeah. He, He's he, like, what? He did see NXT take over UK, though. Apparently. Did he? Uh, he oh, did tweet well, that out after flick, we all chanted. Flicking the channels, I... flicking the channels, went, oh, what's this? <laughs> oh, they're using the WWE name. Paul, we should sue them. That's my, <laughs> that's my thing, Vince. Okay, Paul, love you, Paul. Uh. <laughs> um, anyway, but, but geez, okay, to the actual match, because honestly, very quickly though, I do want to say that I hope this, I hope this is just like a thing for the first show as a statement and they don't make this a running thing. Oh, no, no, just, I think it is. Just do it for once, and then move on. We're here, let's do this shit, and it was everything, it was, he, like, Cody had, like, he did the sort of stardust taunt. Mm-hmm. And then the middle finger. Yeah. Um, what, fucking Dustin coming out, and basically his gold dust Darth Maul look, yeah. but red. Um, the, that, by the way, the story going into this was amazing, just, okay, I love my brother, but there was a like I love that it was Cody's promo again. I love my brother, but if you love someone, you have to put them. You have to put them down like old Yala, and it's like, oh, oh and Christ! The whole, I love the whole. I love that whole thing where he says, "I'm I'm not killing off, like, I'm not killing off, like, one thing. I'm killing off the attitude era." Yeah, and I loved his. I can. And to be fair, because it's somewhat, it's something I agree with. However, there's elements of the Attitude Era I like, like the interconnecting storylines and the... I was I was there for it and it was mostly shite. <laughs> it is mostly shite. Now that's you the thing. You had to wade through and a lot of shit. I agree with, I can, it's not only Cody saying, Cody saying you can name five matches in the last six months that are better than anything the Attitude Era. I can name five matches in the last month that are better than anything from the Attitude yeah. Era. Like, and this weird reason people can't move on very quickly speaking of the attitude era, have you seen that vince russo thinks that AEW is working with wwe and everyone being worked oh of course he does <laughs> he's, he's gonna make a whole podcast about it anyway awesome. um anyway so this actual match oofed excellent just like, i mean 
actual in-ring stuff like was good like the highlight like the big the most work rate thing of this match was the Liger flip to be outside by Goldie but like yeah, apart from that it's it's one of like the first things he did as well yeah it's all and he did mess it up like he missed the first time and he went back up to do it again um, it, it's the story it's the selling it's the it's those pauses mm-hmm. it's, they were the best part it, it pauses it was for bits between the mm-hmm. moves that made the moves mean more. Like this match had a t- out of there early. This match had a Correct. collection of 2019 Bullet Club fans popping for a <laughs> superplex. Yeah. Like, and this is why I've been loving going back to old NXT for the retrospective starting Thursday. By the way, um, the just the, this match built and built, and it's weird because like. It, the pace was set early on with the blade job. Yeah. And it was thought, na- it was a nasty fucking blade I mean, when job. that happened, I thought, shit, there's not, there's not going to be long to go in this. Because we're not used to blade jobs. Like, if someone bleeds in TNA, it's because they botched something. If someone bleeds in WWE, it's hard way, because they don't allow blading. And yeah. if someone bleeds in New Japan, it's also fucking hard way. You don't get blade jobs anymore, which, to be honest... I find them fucking disgusting. <laughs> well, I think if it didn't have it, no, of course. But this play job, mate. I feel it, I feel really conflicted. It's like when you watch a Tanaka Mike Awesome match, where we're smashing each other with chairs. It's like on one hand, don't fucking do that. On the other hand, it's what's making this. It's it's a weird. I think it was. Don't make a habit of this, and we're fine. He's cut. He's obviously cut himself too deep. He, he fucking that, that's that shit was gushing out of him, but gushing I mean, out like my last Tinder de- date. Well, hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you saw a uh, shout out oh, by the way, shout out to Earl Hebner. Uh, you saw Earl, what, was he my last Tinder date? No, <laughs> ask uh, repeatedly saying, like, look, do you want to yeah, stop like, here? Do you want to cut it? But to be fair, that adds to the match, so yeah. That added so much to the match. But also, Earl Hebner's a shite ref and he should, and people need to stop hiring him. Nah, he's... No, he's shit. He's shit, Gaff. You know how I know? Because he has a fucking towel when he has a near fall. He, 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 I don't see it. He I waits a it. split second before doing it. A lot of ref, loads of refs do that. But Earl Hebner's is so pronounced. It's like it's almost I unmissable. He's 70. He's been doing it since, he, <laughs> since the fucking Hulkamania era, Gaff. <laughs> fucking... Also, seeing how at this point a majority of AEW's um, income is t-shirt sales, he's the worst person to have on staff. Why? Because <laughs> he's oh, fired. Because like, he was fired okay, from WWE okay. for counterfeit t-shirts. He stole stuff. Didn't yeah, he? he literally just stole stuff and sold it in his car. <laughs> but did he see he got his own t-shirt in TNA? Did he? Yeah, and it was like a ref shirt, but not fully. Like the stripes only went through part of it. Oh, um, some he does, he does still have though the best you're out here. He, he, he does. He he does have a really good year out of here, and which he do, which he got dusted out for this match. Tell you Brandy, what, though, uh, this isn't too far. This, uh, Brandy gets ejected a lot, and hey. um, <laughs> not by DDP. <laughs> hey, but like my, this still not my favorite. Brandy ejection. My favorite Brandy ejection is one I saw live. It was a tag match between fucking the Briscoes, Cody, and Hangman. Mm. And literally just <laughs> he got ejected and then someone just shouted, Yeah! Get her towel! 
<laughs> and when he just sh- ended up shouting like awful misogynistic things, but because it was a heavy Scottish accent, it was really funny. What is that? He was like, God. yeah, she should be making him a fucking sandwich, not partying. And I'm like, oh my Jesus. God, this is so awful. But yeah. also, you're a very drunk Scottish um, Glaswegian, so it's hilarious. Because, <laughs> like, the same guy, when Todd Gordon came out, it was a Ring of Honor show, he just shouted, yes, Todd! <laughs> fucking Mark. He was so happy. <laughs> oh, don't even start with Ring of Honor crowds, man. But, and it, like, literally, someone at a Ring of Honor show once threatened to attack me after the show because, I, as a joke, after a two-sweet, I shouted, you're all Marks. And he literally shouted back, I'll see you outside, mate. He says, okay. Uh, he just says, all right, I'll see you outside. Um, he did, nothing happened. Exactly. See you outside. No, that's because I think, like, I saw him when he stood up. He was like five foot eight. And, like, he sees me sit up and I'm fucking six foot tall, best part of 17 stone. And he was like, like, I'm not tough. Gasp at me. He knows I'm a fucking teddy bear. And. <laughs> Like, I would not have had a fight with him. But, like, I think he saw me stand up and think, eh, better not. Anyway, back to this match. How did we get there? Anyway. A lot, lot, lot of blood. Um, lot of selling. Like, that Cody is a very... Oh, it was a, yes, yeah, Cody very much... I think he was like, oh, you were like, that's a very modern thing. I'm like, no, it's not. That's a fucking flare. That is literally a flare spot. That's something yeah. flare does. I'd say it was, like, a modern thing, but it was... Uh, no, when you said mix, mix old school with new school, you pointed out the, the ass spot, and I'm like, that is a Ric Flair thing. That is a Ric Flair spot. I've seen Ric Flair's ass plenty of times on TV. I, I know. <laughs> and like, there was a certain point where I really wish he stopped. Yep. Especially when he started like actively just pulling them down. Yeah. And, like, and it was like tiny whiteies. Yeah, and then like fucking when he got old and it was like looked like a fucking... Dropped lasagna and it was like, stop, Rick, stop. Either fucking tone it up or stop. And Co- Cody has a Cody has a passable butt, so yeah. I, I was uh, I was fine with this. Obviously, Dustin slapped his ass with his belt. Yeah, <laughs> uh, then... like you you hear about like wrestling families being a bit fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah. But then again, fucking hell, Dustin delivers a fucking destroyer. About, okay, wait. I I didn't want to point this out because I was really into the match when you pointed out. That's not just I wasn't a destroyer. I was a cold red. Well, same same family of moves. Yeah, it's it's in the same sort of flippy variations of move, but it wasn't. If Dustin if Dustin hit a destroyer, I'd have fucking lost my shit. It was um. But was, like you know, Trevor Murdoch does cold red. Considering he's fifty. Considering he's fifty, yeah. Mm. Um, it's what? the Neil Falls. Oh, the near falls were great, but also they weren't finishes. No, most of them. I mean, there was the first crossroads that could have the first crossroads it. and the vertebraker. Yeah. But, like, fine. I loved how, um, fucking, of all the moves and stuff as well, Dustin pulled out a fucking atomic drop <laughs> at one point. I love <laughs> You the... never ever see that move. I love the, um, exchange of, um, the Tiffany's punch and then Cody does to the back punch. Yeah. I love the exchange of that. And like this is for ma- like when we wanted we all wanted this match in WWE at some point. Like we we in 2013 when the roads were tagging, we wanted this match. Mm-hmm. But it well, would this not would, this would not it, have been half the match. It, it would have been a 5 minute shit match. Yeah. Here's the thing. This was this match was 22 minutes long. Yeah. And way. here's the thing about it. Felt an hour long, but not in a bad way, if you know what I mean. It felt like one of those um oh, like a 
I don't want to put it in that same bracket. Well, maybe, but like a Flair Steamboat type. No, 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 not in any way. No, but like in the way that it sort of slogged along, but it was always interesting. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It was always interesting to watch, but also it wasn't, you like, the time didn't fly by watching this match, but like in the best way possible. It's uh, it, so, yeah, it's it, so weird to explain. It's because it, it drew you in and you knew you were watching. Yeah. It's like um, it's like the really slow scenes in No Country for Old Men. Yeah, I suppose. But you don't like it's that It's had movie, better so. storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched that movie so many times for university. But anyway, this is the best match either men have done. Yes. Like By, by far. It's weird because like, Cody's actually had a decent body of work. And I remember halfway through this thinking, this is probably... Um, just below Ibushi, Omega, and Okada for um, Cody. And then by the end of it, I was like, nope, it was, it's Cody's best match. It's Cody's most memorable match, definitely. Yeah. And I've, I've gone... Well, Co- Cody... Obviously, Cody gets the win. Mm, obviously. Um, well, to be fair, Dustin... He, he wasn't going to win this. But then what happened afterwards? Yeah. Um, where he was like, I, I'm, I'm going up against the Young Bucks and... I don't need a partner. I need a brother. And no, Garth, you were fucking crying. I was emotional. I was fucking crying. I don't know why. It was okay for men to cry, Garth. I was crying. I think uh, I think half the audience were crying as well. Fucking two mo- three moments made me cry in wrestling this year. Um, actually, for the women's rumble because I was bored to tears. Yeah. Um, when Hogan came out, you were so happy. <laughs> Mania. <laughs> I, I did laugh. Like I, I it was a very loud laugh. Um when Gagano won the NXT title, but I was very drunk. Like literally I was, it was like three quarters of a bottle of Jack. Um and then I had to I then I had G one supercard the day after. <laughs> so that's where you're crying. Just, literally I went I I went through three bottles of Jack over Mania weekend. Um what else? Oh, fucking Kofi winning, because like that was my childhood. Yeah. And um, this this actually almost brought me to tears. Like, and the only other thing that's brought me to tears that's not like, but being a very sad boy related is um, Endgame. So it's weird that's though because I I want to see this Endgame. was more emotional than Endgame. <laughs> yeah, because you've known because we've been following Cody and Dustin for longer than the MCU. Yeah, and like you've been following Dusty since for fucking Jim Crockett day. So. Um, <laughs> Well, since WCW, <laughs> Jim Crockett, when you had a uh, fight on the back of a truck, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That was a thing that happened, and it was against <laughs> one half of Demolition as well. Yeah, it was Repo Man, wasn't it? Jesus, yeah. big black bully cock. Um, just this match was great. It told a great yeah. story, and then both brothers reckons like it's almost like the fight that had to happen. It's like civil. It's civil war. It's the civil war of the Road and... Brothers. If this was WWE, there would have been a turn at the end. No, I think you were like, I'm waiting for a turn. I'm like, yeah. and I, I literally, I was like, if there's a turn, there was no good in the world. Fucking Jesus <laughs> died in vain and cha- changed his middle name to fucking because there'd be no good <laughs> in the world. And there was, no. there was good in the world unless Perfect. unless they turn on each other at Fighter Fest. No, it's, no, it's not happening at Fighter Fest. Actually, you know who Cody's facing at Fighter Fest? Who? Um, Darby Allen. Who? Darby Allen. Who's that? He's an indie star. Right. Really good. <laughs> I keep thinking, is... I keep forgetting like you're not everyone's a fucking maniac. Like <laughs> this was 
a nine out of ten. Easy. See, I give it a ten. Like it's one of those matches where the story was so good that the botching doesn't matter. I, I, to be honest, the, the botching. I mean, when he that second crossroads is obviously botched, but it looked like because it was so knackered, mm-hmm. he couldn't quite get it on. But it's just excellent. Well, I've got nine. So did Rob. You and like you're both wrong. For me, this is a match of the year candidate. It, it's definitely, definitely in match of the year. Like what? Like if would it be? Would it crack your top five? This year? Yeah. But again, you only watch Impact, so like this must be exactly. your match of the year. <laughs> well, then again, you I watch Tana versus Omega. It would be in there. I'd have to go through the takeovers as well. Do you know, aren't we planning on doing like a special half-year review or something? Yeah. Uh, we, 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 shouldn't, we probably shouldn't have a production meeting online, especially since our leader <laughs> isn't here. But yeah, this was great. And then after this, Garp had his other big pop of the night. <laughs> yep. I got this just before I went to bed. Because Jack Whitehall came out. and <sighs> are, are you a fan of Jack Whitehall? I don't mind him. He's alright. I used to be a fan, but then I realised that comedy needs depth. Well, he's a better comedy actor than he is a com- comedian. Yeah, but he he was he was by the by he had the main attraction. Yeah, was Bret Hart. I was going to say Jimmy Havoc, but hey, Bret. So Bret Hart came out. Um, cut a very Bret Hart promo in that. He in... looked. He looked rough. Yeah, yeah. he was rough, like he could hardly. Too fair though. <laughs> you look at what the dude's been through in the last fifteen years: stroke, cancer, heart attack. Like yeah, bot- botched surgeries, botched surgeries, being tackled. Yeah. Um, just fucking, he's not had it easy since he left wrestling. To be fair, like when, um, because obviously he came out to present the new belt. Yeah, which is amazing. But but I'll get into his pr- presentation in a second. But, but... MGF comes out, and yeah. honestly, his promo was excellent. You no, know, his promo was fucking great, and like, because he was allowed to play off of people because it wasn't well, scripted. So he goes. Hang on a minute, bro. Just, just wait to see if anyone's going to come out and tackle you. <laughs> it was great. And then, like, just fucking Hangman came out and did mm. nothing because he can't. No, because MGF just obviously just like just took the piss out of him about horses mm. and called him Sea Biscuits. <laughs> that popped me so fucking much. <laughs> like, I, I would love it because it's obviously like an MGF Hangman feud is going to be a thing at some point. Yeah. And I would love if he just kept calling him by different names. <laughs> Horse like randomly, randomly, you had like Jungle Boy and Jimmy Havoc come out. Yeah, Jungle Boy is a weird one, but like Jimmy Havoc, I can see just got, uh, can see just like trying to cleanse. You know what I mean? Like he just seems yeah. like Jimmy Havoc is very much the you're annoying me. I'm going to kill you now. Type. Yeah, like, like one not... year, one year in the Wasteman Challenge, he literally just came out and said, "Nah, I'm not having any of this," and then destroyed other people who were having the rap battle. Yeah, like see, he's he's just that kind of person. Like you're I, annoying I me, you. so I'm going to kill you now. Yeah, I get that. Like, he sort of doesn't really. He sort of treads the line between sort of face and heel. Yeah, and what's your exposure to Jimmy Havoc so far? Actually, not much. The odd match here and no, there. Yeah, because he he was in Impact for a while. He had a match with yeah. he had a random match with Abyss once in Impact, which was a weird that one. Probably quite collection. Um, oh, it was. It was a format mayhem match. It was. But the the the, the problem with this segment was they forgot about the belt. No, that's thing we did, and then just Brett randomly took it out and didn't show it to the fucking hard cam. Yeah, he just held it up, and it was just like shit. I oh, did not. Here. I couldn't fucking see it until someone fucking posted it on Twitter, 
because <laughs> he didn't. I was like, Brett, hard cam, hard. You have been in the WWE your whole fucking career. Play to the hard cam, Brett. Jesus, Brett. To be fair, the hard cam didn't even sort of click on until sort of the last ten seconds or something. Fucking. So like, we didn't yeah. get a proper look into it. Post on Twitter, but it's a nice looking belt. It's very big. It is very big. To be fair, we were saying that the build up. It's going to be like the Mid Atlantic yeah. United States like. Championship or whatever it fucking was. And to be fair, it's really big. It looks really prestigious. My only problem is that it's silver. I think a main belt should be gold. Yeah. We'll but that, that's, that, that is a nitpick. Like, to be fair, that's a nitpick. It just looks, yeah. You know what it reminds, me of? Nice. it reminds me of the North American title in NXT? Like, it looks yeah, more get... like a boxing belt than it does a wrestling belt. Uh, it, it has a lot more. What's the word? To it, there's less belt and more metal. Yeah, um, it looks Good. very. It looks like something that would be coveted. Oh yeah. So to be fair, it's, it's not. It's still not the best belt current. What is your favorite belt currently in wrestling in terms of looks? Um, I do like the UK Championship. The UK Championship sounds fucking sexy. Um, but I also like, and this is a weird one. The Impact Women's Championship. Because it's normally around the waist of Tessa Blanchard. And you just like looking at the waist of Tessa Blanchard because you're you. It's different. I don't know. I I guess, but like different doesn't automatically make good. I think it's a bit weird. I like it. If we're going by fucking different, we'd get the fucking 24-7 up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway... This is a fun enough segment. It got um, Jungle Boy and Jimmy Havoc. I don't know why you'd have um, an MGF. I don't know why you'd have Jungle Boy. Like, literally Jungle I think it's just because he gets... He's very easily angered. <laughs> like, he is basically a mini Tarzan, so... I was going to say, he's like a primate. <laughs> I can just imagine, like, because primates in Newcastle are like, we're a primate. Just, like, from pause, <laughs> and it's like, mate... <laughs> Primate, and then people call him Pet because it's Newcastle. Anyway, but next oh. we have um, Garth's Bay, Pentagon, and Garth's Other Bay, Phoenix, against yeah. the Unbucks for the AAA Tag Team Championship. And oofed, another oofed. Like, is there a match I haven't oofed at yet? Um, the Joshi match? <laughs> I know I didn't oof. No, I did oof because of Azure Kong's back fist. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> but, oh my god. Oh my god. Excellent. Like any other night, this would be match of a night. Yeah, definitely. Like it's fair. Just this is exactly what you'd want from a pen, from a Lucha Brothers um, Young Bucks match. Um, I love the um, I love the the Young Bucks come out dressed as Elvis. I, I I only fuck I only just picked up on that. I was pretty drunk by the time this match was happening. Um, Garth had went to bed, so like he saw it very fresh. Well, as fresh yeah. as he can be with two young children. Yeah. But. Uh, and a very successful covers band um, loaded the 90s covers band on Twitter and Facebook be, be, be post-polled sometimes um, yeah. <laughs> anyway the, the just oh my god I get, can, I get, can you take a lead for a bit because I, I need to collect my words <laughs> <laughs> well while uh, Chris uh, eats some dictionary uh no. Of, of all of this, like, of, of all of the, the reactions, the Lucha Brothers had to have had one of the biggest pops of the night. Well, absolutely. Mostly because so, they're probably the best team of the year so far. It was unreal. Because obviously people know who they are, but 
I wasn't. I was surprised that that many people were so excited to see them. Well, like but, I, I assume even if you were going to MLW somewhat blind, you would do some research considering how much the tickets must have cost. Yeah. So, like, you'd have looked them up, and like, you see a hi- one highlight package of Phoenix, and you're like, "No, he's my new favorite wrestler." Yeah, totally. Way, Phoenix, this was his coming out party. I've never. And then seen... you look at, and then you look at Penta, and he looks like, he looks like a badass. He look. It's very great Muta in terms yeah. of his looks. Like he looks, it's like very extravagant, very over the top. But at the same time, he looks like he could kick your fucking ass. You know what? One of the first things I noticed about this match, what the story? Oh the yeah, young books were telling the story. Absolutely, but they might be a bit fucking ring rusty. Yeah, and I liked it a lot because the last time they faced um, the Lucha Brothers, it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. So the Lucha Brothers were caught off guard. Now the Lucha Brothers have a time to prepare. Um. Okay, so the big, the best part in this match, and I don't think that's an, it's an exaggeration, is Phoenix's arm drag Hurricane Rana. Oh, I love that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, it was, like, the most athletic thing you will ever fucking see. And just... Phoenix is, like, the, one of the best traditional luchadors going. Like, the best flippy... What you imagine, yeah. like, Rey Mysterio-type luchador. Like, I don't want to say traditional luchador, because, quite frankly, I know dick about lucha. But... Just oh my god, and Penta is just it's weird because like again Penta's we said this about Rebellion. Penta was sort of the smallest factor in this match, apart from the most zero Meros. Jesus, <laughs> but I've ever loudest zero Meros I've oh, ever I heard. Gonna, I was gonna say that like the crowd, like just massive on that. Zero, which is excellent. Mero. I fucking love. If Penta comes to if either, if either of these two lads come to Britain, we're making a fucking road trip, gal. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. To be fair, but as an AEW plan and come to Britain, we're probably making that road trip. Um, Damn right. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll pay I'll, I'll pay you in physical love. I love the um, I love the fact that um, Nick Jackson did the motorcycle machine guns. I think. no, exactly. And they were talking. It's actually quite funny because they were talking about doing a new move, which they didn't end up doing unless this was the new move. But they were like on commentary chair. I was like, "What's that? The new move?" And then Excalibur's like, "No, that's a machine gun thing." Yeah. yeah. He even um, did the sort of Detroit, it's like point thing that um, Chris Sabin does. No, exactly. And afterwards, the um, both Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin were so happy on Twitter, <laughs> like, right. and they were like, "I'm so fucking on it." And people were like, "You have the fucking motor city machine guns, <laughs> like you shouldn't have to be honored for being commands." Like, imagine if the Road Warriors did that every time someone did a fucking Doomsday device. Um, had the fucking L- the double destroyer by um. Oh, like Penta my on the God! Fucking... I forgot. How did I forget on, about that? On the fucking ring apron. On the apron. <laughs> Just, oh my fucking like Pentagon is so, like he's all character, but at the same time he's such a good worker. Well, he does that. He did that move where he had sort of one of them in the Penta driver, but the other mm-hmm. one in like a sort of reverse tombstone. Mm-hmm. No, it was the fifth. No, it was for Pen- yeah. Jesus, like just oh. God, and like just the the book sold, which like people act like it's a new thing. They've been they they learned how to sell like a year and a half ago at this point. Yeah. And like the books have just been like the best tag team in the world for the last next year last year and a half. Like before you could argue with Spot Monkeys, but ever since they became heavyweight, after their match with the Golden Lovers, you just can't deny that they're the yeah. best tag team in the world. I mean, this is one of those matches where I think people who go in most 
I think most wrestling fans will probably have heard the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Not many would know Lucha Brothers. Uh, but but think... I'm going to disagree. <laughs> Lucha You're Brothers in... is sort of like the big one of the biggest indie draws right now. Indie draws, but I'm talking people who maybe only watch WWE. I don't know, man. Like, there's a reason people are always so loud about Penta. There's a reason Penta was um one of in one of the featured matches at All In. That's what I mean. But this is one where, as the Lucha Brothers, people would have went in thinking, uh, I don't know who they are. Maybe you just heard Lucha Brothers and didn't do any I'm gonna, research. I'm going to check them out. And the, this this would have been one where it turned them into fans immediately. I do, I do think you're slightly underestimating how many people know who Lucha Brothers are. Uh, I have a group of friends who not many of them knew who they were. Yeah, all but like, roughly my age. There's no there's people roughly your age in Newcastle don't know how to start a fire. So. <laughs> don't you disparage? One of my friends likes to listen to this in the bath. Right? <laughs> in the bath. Right, he listens listen to our podcast while he's having a bath. Okay, just. <laughs> do, but, do you often have they, these details? Do you often tell each other these very, details? Very close friends. Um, but because <laughs> you're both in like, the bath. A lot of the people, like I know, even not so much like, like closer friends, like people who I know in the other groups and stuff, who, uh, predominantly have grown up with just WWE, were asking, "Who's this? Who's this? What's this?" Show me this guy. Watch this guy. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't, because like, I'm not being funny. You don't if you don't know if you didn't know a lot of these people. I'm surprised you just didn't forward them to me. Just like, look, this dude seems. Maybe not, but it was like sort of. If you don't go out looking for it, I guess. If you just watch the network or WWE, you will not see this. Because as said before, like we've all, me, you, and Rob have watched enough WWE to reject it, and mm-hmm. so like maybe maybe I'm bit, maybe I was being a bit. Some people don't reject it. Some yes. people just will watch it. Or, I mean, in the case of some of my friends now, they've been away for a while because it was so shit, mm-hmm. and they've just come back recently. And you just hit, and we just hear you say, "Watch TNA," and we just laugh at you like that guy did. Oh like, yeah, like that guy did Blackpool. Used to used to laugh at me back uh, when TNA was at its height. Fair, <laughs> even TNA at its height wasn't that good. Hey. They had great, they had great moments, but then like, like the fucking main event of AJ of the other main event from AJ versus Joe versus Daniels was fucking Raven versus Rhino. So, yeah, true, but they still had the best workers at the time. They were still yeah. pumping out better shit than WWE was at the time. Hey, two thousand seven WWE is underrated. Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch versus Deuce and Domino would be an all-time classic. Now, what are you giving this match out of ten? Anyway, uh. Eight. Eight. Um, I'd go nine. I, feel like, I think uh, this is the best tag match of the year. No, 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 no. I'm sure there's a really, really other good one. Oh, fucking the one to take over Blackpool is still my favourite of the year. But this was really good. It was really, really good. I'd, um, I'd still go nine, bro. I'll concede a nine. Does Rob agree? <laughs> if I, would, I would require opening my phone, Rob. Um, Gaff, <laughs> so I guess we'll never know. Anyway. On to the main event, which... Did you watch um, the original Jericho Omega? Yes. Right, okay. Um, I've so, seen all. All, of them. <laughs> all, all two of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, even the sixth man on the fucking Jericho cruise? Oh, no, I haven't seen that one. Actually. Imagine imagine if I did that. If you, and I was just like, you're not a real wrestling fan, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> to that, I haven't seen it. Because it's the fucking Jericho cruise. <laughs> like, 
Who the fuck was paying $50 on Fight TV to watch fucking Bajerico Cruise? Is it like, right, you fucking marks. Is this why Rob stopped? Is this why Rob made me stop doing the Young Lion on my own? Because I just insult our audience. Probably. Anyway, so this match was another really, really good one. Um, The Jericho entrance was. I'm pretty sure it made gas bluge. Um, Yep, because I remember all of those entrances. See, Lionheart, I keep forgetting that was a thing, because I think Lionheart, I think the current ICW champion. And actually, nice. I, nice. in my Fire Pro promoter mode, I had Lionheart team of Chris Jericho on the Lionheart table. But... Oh, that took a long time to think of. <laughs> right, Garth. RCW gets right to the point. <laughs> Rat- Ratchet Chris's wrestling. Did you think that Jericho came out here looking like Axel Rose? You've said that. Cur- I'm pretty sure you said that. It was last time three times. Last three times you've seen Jericho. Current Axel Rose. Fucking current Axel Rose. Too bad. He has about he has the belly of current day Axel Rose. Yeah. And he's he's a better singer than current day Axel Rose, but also he's current day Axel. <laughs> current day Axel Rose is awful, man. Have you did you did you hear Axel Rose singing with ACDC? It's fucking incredible. Right. It's not that hard to sing ACDC. He just needs to be able to scream. Uh, As in, like, actually scream, not metal scream. Different. I think you'll find it's a very difficult job. <laughs> you know, fun fact, my old band used to do ACDC songs. Um, so did mine. But the current one. We were shite, but, like, we were in high school, so we had an excuse to be shite. <laughs> um, we had other things going on, like exams you, and puberty. Tell you what was one of the one of the matchups of the night. What? Jericho versus the Cracker Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> He, just he was a... fucking mighty pissed off with he, that rap. Here's the thing. They, last year they had the same Cracker Barrel. barrel. Yeah. But, like, they they put it into a hardcore match. So, um, it so it seemed more natural. Because, like, it's Joey Dinella that's going to be antics. Mm-hmm. Fucking, was there not a better place to have the Cracker Barrel? Like, oh, no. But again, I'm looking at this card, and, like, if it turned up in Cody versus Dustin, that would have fucking brought down the match. <laughs> And Could have had it in the Lucha Brothers match. No, maybe if the SEU came out with it and tried to introduce um, strong hearts to good American food. They should have had that, and they should have had Appletini. <laughs> oh, you just want you just want AEW to be twenty thirteen TNA, don't you? <laughs> no, the addiction were a great tag team. Yeah, but they were quite bad influence in TNA, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. And then we had Ego with Bobby Roode. Ah, <laughs> tales have failed. Competition. I, Chris Jericho was not happy. Chris Jericho was. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think he's happy in general. It's this whole gimmick now. But anyway, this was really good. Really, like a really good, solid back and forth. Yeah. Problem is, it's very obvious that neither of these men have wrestled in months. Kenny Omega looked like he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Um. It looks like he'd basically been hitting the gym for. Yeah. Ages. And to be fair, though, like. IWGP champion are going to basically every stop. There's probably a reason he... But, like, at the same time, like, it's it's obviously it's obviously his first match back, and, like, honestly, I think if you look at it objectively, it's about as good as their match at Wrestle Kingdom. It's a good match. It's it's just a brawl. Yeah, it was a really good brawl. Um, the only problem was... Uh, the only problem was it followed too much of the candidates. And like, yeah. I think we were both. Well, you weren't because you had like 
10, 12 hours between watching one and the other. But like I, at this point, I was pretty gone with it, so <laughs> in more ways than one. And just the tenants were starting to take me. But tell you what, though, I was popping up points in this match. Um, yeah. the, go, going into the crowd, I thought that was really good. Of course. I love the bit where Jericho rang the bell. Mm-hmm. Um, just pretended to sort of celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Um, the... Then when he got the camera. He very, very smoothly went from a was a Jericho to a lion tamer. Yep. Which I love. Like, really Jer- like Omega's probably one of three people who will take a lion tamer. So. Was there... Um... Like Omega, because like, at one point it looked like it looked like they like broke his nose. Yeah, no, but I was an actual busted. fucking broken nose. Was it? Yeah, but fucking look at it, Gav. I just thought it was like it's sort of busted, not necessarily broken. Well, okay, maybe not broken, but it was pretty busted. Yeah, like it was pretty fucked. Like I think that did sort of inhib- um hinder Omega. Mm. Like because he he he, I think he's as solid as ever. But problem is Jericho. He need at this point he needs hardcore steps to put on great matches. Uh he needs to mask the fact that he's not as He needs to match the fact that he's about as old as Garth and hey? <laughs> I think I think that's one thing you don't like about ho- being on with me, Garth. But like you love that we can get away with saying anything. But also I, I get away with saying anything so I keep making <laughs> age jokes. It's because like, if I say anything you all get done for sort of Minor abuse. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but fucking right. So like they didn't like this match. They basically turned into a hardcore match, which I'm fine yeah. with. Like that table bump, but a mega that weird table at the half. That was a weird table. It's very obviously designed to collapse. Yeah. But like it was bending. Like we need like WWE are the only people who can do good gimmick tables. That fucking double stomp that Kenny did on Omega and there. Uh, Jericho looked pretty nasty. It was pretty fucking nasty, wasn't it? <laughs> oh my. Um, to be fair though, if you're in there, like if you can't do much, you need to be willing to take punishment. Well, I think this is another one where you, you know what Jericho's about now. And you mm-hmm. just say, Let, let's just fucking do it. Yeah. We'll worry about the bruises tomorrow. Yeah. Um, to be fair, it's good. Like these guys don't need to wrestle every week. So like when we do come out, they can't afford to go all out. Yeah. So, all and out, you know, for a fact, Jericho's not willing to sort of let anyone steal the limelight no like he needs to be the big one and to be mm-hmm. fair this match was really good like it's probably the third best match of the night yeah um the like the, i think the only thing that did fuck it was the fact this after these fucking classics because if you i'm looking at currently at how things are rated on cage match gaff mm-hmm. and this is rated below the six man which to be fair i can see and it's also, but it's also rated below the Joshi six person. Nah, it's, it's better than that. So I think there's more in it. I think the fact that people were so tired by the end of it because this was a long old card. Yeah. Which, to be fair, it, did, it didn't drag, but like it still was a long old card. You were fatigued. What did, what did you make of Jericho's new move? It's, it's a fucking elbow gaff. The Judas, the Judas, <laughs> the Judas effect. effect. When I heard, it's a cool name, but it's a fucking elbow. It's yeah, I'm not sure about and it. And Jericho it's... doesn't have the stiffest strikes. That's a thing, and. I mean, you get what he's trying to do. He's trying mm-hmm. to get a move where he can literally come out of nowhere. But... Yeah, the thing is, he does need a new finish because fucking... Because like, everybody uses a code No, break. that's the code break is the new DDT where everyone's using it. And it's because... Like, who... Everyone uses it. I can only think of two, three people who use that as their finish now. And that's Jericho, Tessa, 
and Bushi. And, no, and Gibson, but that's because they're all sort of modifications. Yeah. Like, Tessa and Bushi come from the ropes, and then Gibson is, like, being wheelbarrowed by Drake, so... Whereas loads of people seem to use it as a, like, um, like a apron into the ring transition. Yeah, um, like, Petey does it, and yeah. to be fair, it's, it's cool when he does it, but also has no impact, so... It it is a shame, but he's had to change it because it is a really good fucking move. Yeah. But um, I was surprised. I was honestly I was surprised that Jericho won this one. I was until you see where the cards fell afterwards. Like Omega Moxley is yeah. much better than Jericho. I loved the. I loved when Jericho got the mic and absolutely just worked the crowd. Yeah, just lighting up marks. To be Best fair, comment. as soon as that happened. To be fair, you were like you were fucking posting that on every social media or something. I fucking love it. Not marks. What a, what a comment. Um, but this is why you're not allowed to introduce the podcast, Gaff. Um, <laughs> but then, but at the same time, this was obviously that someone was coming out. Yeah. And like, oh, keep in mind at this point, Gaff. I was what nine beers in. Mm-hmm. I was a lot of beers in. Like I I I I, I was a dizzy boy. And um, I still wasn't sure whether it was going to be Moxley. Moxley. I think I thought I I was so drunk I thought it was going to be Punk. I wasn't sure whether um, it was going to be someone else. I don't know who else could it be. Well, that's the thing. I wasn't sure because I I thought he would have shown up earlier in the show. Um, I mean, I'm glad he did come out. And because I know he, this is going he to looks sound like a fucking megastar now. Stupid, but fuck me. It reminded me so much of Austin. Yeah, um, it reminded me more of Hall when he when came, he came from... out. Yeah, and he and he just took out everybody like Austin used to. Yeah, including the ref. I'm so looking forward to Omega Moxley. I really, because yeah. here's the thing: Ambrose was always my favorite Shield member, but they fucking dropped the ball so hard on him. Mm-hmm. Like his his gimmick, his heel gimmick is ready for you. He's a fucking crazy person. Like be, he could be a Joker type, but not the Joker, if you know what I mean. Like, he, yeah, like he doesn't. He isn't doing all like he. He would be more Heath Ledger than a fucking Jared Leto. Like it was just that shot where he's on the the poker chips. It's that's a poster shot. It's an iconic shot. Exactly. Like in one night, Moxley is made. AEW is made. And he's put Omega through whatever that thing was at the side of the stage. What was that thing? It was just a thing. It was a thing. Yeah. Um, and like you say, Omega Moxie. Brilliant. Absolutely. And they didn't have any title match, really. Yeah. Poor, poor Renee Youngwell. Yeah. Like, listen, well, I remember I saw someone post on, like, and I think I replied from through the Podmania Twitter, which is, which is why I think Rob's been a bit moody with me recently. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, oh, but she's a professional. I'm like, yeah, she's a professional. Fucking Vince isn't. True. Like, honestly, like I wouldn't be... Like, because it's happened to so many fucking... Like, for example, even behind the scenes, like, Road Dog did the invasion of WWE stuff during early days of TNA. Yeah. And then fucking his dad got fired <laughs> from WWE just because Road Dog did a thing. I think this is the one, the one that WWE memories watching thinking... Please don't be Moxley. No, don't that's the thing, because like, Moxley, because he has so much potential and he's so good. So I can just imagine, I can just imagine, because think about how he left. He left in such good grace. They gave him, yeah. they re- basically 
ruled out a carpet for him? Because Batwing, it was, it was put forward like he was retiring. But then, like, what, a month after he's left, gone, he's in New Japan, he's in All Elite. He's in their yeah. two biggest international competitions. I was imagine, like, eight, maybe even Triple H just sitting watching there and just the TV going on and just, just turn it off and just going, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and too fair, I'm like Moxley, like I, you forget how good he is, but like in this one night, he's got all his hype back. <laughs> Just oh my god! What was your match of this night, Rob? Rob Gaff. Rob. Um, you just both either. Cody Dustin. Uh huh. Or the Lucha Brothers Young Bucks. Ah, for me, it's no doubt Cody Dustin. Yeah. Anyway, um, on to. <laughs> Because, like, this is apparently the one segment we can never get rid of. We can get rid of the news. We can get rid of New Japan for a week. But, oh, my God, we we would be remiss, Garth Jackson, if we did not talk about the failed AEW Impact Wrestling. Yeah, the promotion AEW strives to be. <laughs> but, <laughs> in fact, I think it's Impact, the indie promotion that wants to be AEW. Basically, yeah. So, Impact, this week, Gaff. Uh, it was a fun show. It was um, not a lot of story, really. No. Um, you had a Sammy versus Falabar match, which was much better than it ever had any right to be. Mm. Um, bar made to look quite stupid. Monster, monster no, no, but like... also a bit stupid. Um, also, Gaff, uh, I hate the feet thing. I hate how much we focus yeah, on his feet. Yeah, Sammy Kalanka putting his feet in his mouth. Um, that was a bit pretty vile. They focus on his feet in every Falabar match, and it's like... I don't know. But he don't do that with Matt Riddle, and I forget he's not wearing boots, and, it's, and it becomes less weird. But stop focusing on Falabar's feet, because they're disgusting. They're not, they're not nice feet. Like, I don't like feet in general, but they're particularly awful feet. For his size, Falabar's good. He's he, quite He's agile. very agile for his size, but at the same time, he's still a man of his size. What I don't like is Sammy Callahan when he gobs on himself. And then when he spits on Scarlet Bordeaux. It's, it's a bit... It is naff. Absolutely yeah. naff. Um, but it was... It was a good match. Sammy Callahan got the win. It was okay. Um, like It was um, a passable match. It was a decent yeah. first match on a card. I enjoyed it. Um, it's not the Johnny... worst match on this card. No, no. Not, not by a long time. It wasn't a good week, Gaff. Johnny Impact's only appearance is a backstage skit where... Oh, fuck, it was awful. With Elgin, where Elgin wants to send everyone to the hospital, apparently. They're both the worst promo in the company. Stop <laughs> putting them together. Then we had... My worst match of the night. Right, okay. So, like, I know you're going to go off Madison Rain in a second, but can I just say, I don't think how bad this match was was Madison Rain's fault. Ah, uh, do... Here's the thing, though, because Tyre... No, okay, so Madison Rain was in that fatal 4-way at All In and was really good. Madison, okay. Madison Rain's been in good Women of Honor matches. Madison Rain has had good matches. Tyre Valkyrie, on the other hand, has had bad matches with Jordan Grace, bad matches with Tessa Blanchett. Yep. So I, I think it's Tyre's fault. And Tyre was obviously the one with bad footing. She was giggling her way through this match. <laughs> Like, literally, don't smile throughout your whole fucking match. But she's playing the sort of dastardly... She was smiling when she was in a fucking submission hold. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it, was a it wasn't a good match. No, it was, um, it was a pretty piss-poor, boring match. 
Tay got what... the win, but it was just boring. Yeah, yeah. and there's a weird fucking finish as well. And then Rosemary comes out this is, with this... Sue Young. I am looking forward to this because like Rosemary is my fucking favourite knockout. Bit of a stay down and then that's it. Yeah. So yeah. Um Oh but <laughs> the, 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 that bit backstage actually with Rosemary and Cinnamon. Oh yeah. <laughs> like literally Cinnamon Cinnamon Mrs. Fink is Hey bro, you're like making me look like like he literally said cuckold. He's basically going, Hey Rosemary, you're making me look like a cuck. Give me my woman back. <laughs> and it's like 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 if you dissect what he said it's pretty awful. Yeah, and he's like, she's like, nope. It's like, damn sin, man. Like, like, so Sue, Sue Rose is not being seen as a person in this. Well, so, uh, well it's Sue Young and uh, her bridesmaids. Yeah, are just like souls owned by Sydney. James Mitchell or whoever. Yeah, and like she's going. Apparently, she's going to be murdered. Though that's nice. Yeah. Oh. Well. Like, I, Impact really need to decide whether or not they're like a proper, like cool indie promotion or Lucha Underground. Yeah, I know. That, that's the what the problem is that's it's one little thing that treads that line. Nothing else really goes no, there. Think, but they need to decide <clears throat> whether they're going to go full bollocks or just have this little tiny bit of bollocks. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the Dinas at a Philly Steakhouse. You know what you need to do. you do. Um, I don't mind them. They're all right. They're fun. They're just no. I sort of I really enjoyed this. Basically, they were like, we haven't drank beer in four days. We haven't had sex with our with our <laughs> wives in how however long. With that, prob- <laughs> which looking at how the dean is probably go, they're probably like, thank God, a fucking rest. <laughs> so they're all right. They're like basically at a fucking Frankie and Benny's getting a <laughs> breakfast. And uh, then we have the moment of the week, which I didn't need to watch because it was only from last year. To be fair, I watched this because I haven't watched that match yet. Really? Well, oh, Gar- 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 it happened in the middle of the fucking G1, alright? I had no time for anything else. It was a voted match of the year. But it was voted <laughs> impact match of the year, Gaff. That is like winning the most beautiful person. That's like winning the most beautiful person in Dunbar, alright? It's not a fucking. <laughs> it's like saying you're the best international footballer for Scotland. It's like saying you are the best tag team in impact. Like. Obviously, it's LAX because there's basically the North and no one else right now. So, Lucha Brothers. They're, they're not there right now. They want that set are. of tapings. Um. So yeah, that that is a good match though. Anyone should go and watch Sammy versus Pentagon Junior. Sammy versus 2018. I I, I did uh, watch the match they had on TV because I was filling in for you that week. Uh-uh. And they had Lego and the crowd. Oh yeah, that, that that was good. It wasn't as good as this one though. Then we had um, Eddie Edwards talking about Kenny. Yep. Um, Equally, obviously, he's devastated. I, I do. I, I can He's very good at this gimmick, actually, because I do actually believe he's what well, he's unhappy about this. <laughs> that he's actually ha- unhappy about the about the loss of Kenny. The lost Kendo stick that yeah. split up his marriage. So, like, I need to ask because you you know more about Kenny um, Kenny. I keep I naturally want to say no. I keep naturally want to say Kenny Omega. You know the relationship between Kenny and Eddie Edwards. Was it sexual? Yeah. I hope not, because the splinters. Like, I mean, like it depends. Like, so Kenny I mean, I, Kenny's also a man. So, like, I guess one unless we take turns, which I imagine is the most logical way to do it, unless you 
like it that way. So, like, who's the ta- basically, Gav, who's the taker and who is the receiver? I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I mean, Kenny did. Rob, this is not me. <laughs> oh, Rob's just going to listen to the intro, make sure I don't insult him, and then leave. True. Um, after that, we had a rascal skit, which was Weird. fun. They just basically they like, get high and tra- no, train like they beasts. were like, "Oh man, we di- we didn't train enough. You know what? I'm gonna get high and then we train." Yeah, they train fair, like beasts. Desmond Xavier looked like a beast. He did totally. Um, then we had tag match: the North versus LAX. Uh, this, this is fun. Um, pro- yeah. problem is, I think we really should have built this up more. I know it was just like a sort of match out of nowhere. Whereas the North really should be challenging for that title. Because look at the rat. Because we can go against the Lucha Brothers again. It's been like the last four pay-per-views or something. Yeah. So, like, who else do they have in the tag division? It's really good, though. I mean, um, I think the North are a really good team. I think Ethan Page looks like he's much more invested now. Oh, yeah. Ethan Page is trying, which I don't blame him for not trying against RVD, but still. Yeah. Oh, Christ. No. But, um, really good match. Just, just two good, proper teams who obviously know... Like the, like know their moves. Absolutely, just two dudes chucked together. And um, LAX have really turned me around these last few bits. So I was like, okay, but I only like them against CCK. And they're like, nope, actually, they're that fucking good. So. Oh no, they're excellent. Um, it was a t- it was a tag match apparently. Yeah, it was for the title. Yeah, no, it was. That's why I'm so curious. Um, but no, it was it was good. Um, LAX retain. But no, good good match worth watching. Decent enough. Then, then we got Glenn Gilberti, Disco Inferno come out. This was oh, this was a bad segment. So can I take <laughs> the lead on this segment, please? Yeah. Okay. So Disco Inferno comes out and it's like I'm gonna put on an exhibition against one of the best international uh, international women's wrestlers, and then it's some girl from Reality of Wrestling or something, which like is fine. Like that's a fine comedy bit. But then it just became a snuff movie. Well, it became a squash. Yeah. But. For what? Like and like, I get Glenn Gilberti's character. He's sort of like he's Vince Russo. He's the misogynistic sort yeah, of. Yeah, he's sexist. He's that pig. He's that dark side of a wrestling fan base we all have yeah. to fucking argue with at some point. Which brings me on to actually what I said said earlier about the random tangent in the middle. Who <laughs> is the creepiest wrestling fan you've ever met? Don't say the creepiest me. Creepiest wrestling fan. Yeah, don't say me. Uh. Um. I don't know, because... I can't. I have, I, don't know. T- I have two answers. I don't really have any creepy... I don't really know any creepy wrestling fans, to be honest. Oh, I know so many. Because oh, I don't it's really... A fucking plague. The only ones I associate with are the people who I'm friendly with. <laughs> <laughs> and me. Um... Well, <laughs> No, um, I'm, I'm not telling you about the, like, scary I could have died one. Because okay. that's that's a thing. I was, I was going to talk about it in my WCPW review, but that's not a thing that's happening. I'll save it for a, but for a podcast where we haven't went as long. Because um, in two shows, we've almost went two hours already. But <laughs> um, So this one guy, um, he posted in a random group. I mean, it's the same group from before, actually. And like, I'll say his name because he's deleted his social media. Um, he calls himself Fad Jarvis after that guitar dude from South Park. All right. Um, for Guitar Hero, dude. And um, 
I once gone well not an argument like literally he was like I don't get why you people won't accept Chris Benoit I'm like it's because he murdered a child man and he's like shut up he didn't fucking do it oh, and then I was like okay I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother with you but then one night I came across him when I was drunk and right Gaff I drink I, I get drunk leave me alone alone in my room but um so came across it it was like 3am he's American and um he was like okay several likes um how many of us made the likes and i'll be made an admin which wasn't true this is my friend's group and i was like is this true he's like no i was like okay i'm gonna mess with this fucker Mm-mm. and i was like i was like it's, it's I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna pass and he's like why not why i'm like because like fucking you shouted at me <laughs> and this and, and it was very mean and he was like, okay, when I become admin, I'm chucking you out. I'm like, see, dude, this is why I won't vote for you. And then he, <laughs> like, tried to try, start up a conversation. And, like, I, I've actually shown you this dude before. You know that dude I showed him the way back from Blackpool? Oh, yes. With, like, the fake I... tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> and then I showed you all the racist stuff he posted. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. That dude. And then he was not like, good. dude, we look like twins. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not seeing it. I'm like, understand, I, my self-esteem is at an all-time low <laughs> at this on this night. And he was like, dude, we look like twins. I'm like, I don't see it. I'm like, crying <laughs> more the more I say it. He's like, I'm like a heavily tatted version of you. <laughs> and then, like, he kept going. And he was, and I was like, oh, Christ, I'm too tired of this. He's like, why are you tired, bro? It's only whatever time it was. I'm like, it's fucking 6 a.m. for me, man. <laughs> like, and he was like... Oh, but it's like, whatever for me. I'm like, God, it's, it's like we're in different countries or something. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're from, from fucking UK, are you? He's like, yeah. He's like, UK music is shit. And I'm like, I, I know, Beatles, Oasis, for who? And he's like, yeah, but like, name one good UK rapper. I'm like, Akala. And he was like, no, but like, Akala's shit. I'm like, okay, whatever you, whatever you want to think. And then he was like, and then immediately he was like, so you're going to vote for me? I'm like, no. <laughs> Like literally, I'm 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 drunk and never, all my friends are in bed. Say, get off my Facebook, you creepy fuck. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, and um, then he got chucked from the group. Understandably. <laughs> yeah, it's the one dude. Like, it's very hard to get chucked from that fucking group, but he's the one dude who's managed it. So there we go. Um, I'll tell you the story of the other. You know about the other creepy guy. Um, but yes. like, I'll tell you the actual story of creepy dude who might who. I makes me scared to go to wrestling events to this day, um, another time on another yes. podcast. Um, keep that for another one. <laughs> keep it for not so stuff. When when we have a more quiet podcast, I'll get yeah. into it. Anyway, um, <laughs> Glenn Gilberti. Um, so like it turned into a snuff girl. film. Um, like and it's weird, like because this is exactly why people don't want intergender wrestling. Yeah. So I sort of hate this. Like I get get the character and all that. But this character should be squashed by a woman, and then that woman should move on. That's yeah. literally what should happen. Well, I think that's and what they are building. But when you do what they did, um, it does sort of make it harder to make intergender wrestling because intergender wrestling can be amazing. Like to be fair, this worked in the in the way that it, he had fucking nuclear heat. It worked in the storyline, but at the same time, this is going to be ammunition for people to like. This is the most mainstream depiction of intergender wrestling we've ever had. Yes. And this is going to be his ammunition to for it never to become a thing. Yeah. So like I'm, I think they'll do I'm, it. I think I, it will I definitely mean, be a thing. With, this has made it harder. Like this, this I mean, has inadvertently made it harder. He did have a match with Scarlett Bordeaux where she beat him. So. Yeah. No. That, exactly. And like 
Tessa will squash him and it'll all be good. I mean, it won't be as good as the Tessa Joe Ryan match, but, you know, very few things are. Um, but still. I think it's just Tessa in the water. Tessa for water? Hey. hey. Te- uh, uh, no, Tessa runs down in heels, which is very impressive. Um, yeah. not, not as impressive as Ayo Shirai doing it, doing the moonsault in heels, but, you know. <laughs> Like I, like walking, even walking in heels is difficult. So big up from Tessa. Um, Still look dynamite, but you know. <laughs> I wasn't going there, Graf. Um, but Tessa chases off Glengal Bertie and yeah. segment over, and then main event, which. No, and then the. Uh... Oh fuck the X Division match. Yeah, it was a good match. It was all moves, nothing. No Roy Raju, Peter Williams, Ace, Austin, and Dez from the Rascals. All men got their shit in, Dez won, but like, you've seen one of these, you've seen them all. Yeah. But, I the more Chris. I see Roy Raju, the bet, like, the more I'm impressed with them. I think, like, the, I've, I've said to this first of a Dizzy hit squad, they're good, they just have a really bad gimmick. Yeah, that's the thing. And they, they do get sort of shit on quite a lot. Yeah. They are like the poor guys, they always are the ones to take the pin. Yes, yeah, it's a bit um, of a shame. No, Des gets to win with this sort of backflip, sort of kick. It's like a sort of <laughs> it's like a pele. flip pele kick, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so it was fine, but like nothing spectacular. And then we have the fucking pit. The fucking oh my like, god! Like Tommy Dreamer, can, like I, I still maintain the right person RBD can put on a good match. No, Tom, I'm not. Tommy Dreamer is not the right person. I don't think I don't think RBD can do it anymore. He's just he's got big. <laughs> He's got real big. No, compared um, to Dreamer, he looks like a regular old fucking jungle boy. But he can't move. He can't. <sighs> I don't know. He can still do the Van Dominator. The problem is, it's it's always the greatest hits. Now, yeah, everything has everything follows a sort of. It's like it's been put in a spreadsheet. Yeah, and he just works his way through the moves. There's not no sort of thought put into it really it's just bang 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 there's my moves done mm-hmm. yeah I guess and it's but you know especially against Tommy Dreamer like this match needed to be hardcore plunder and it never got yeah. there to be fair like his frog splash was amazing because it was so far across the ring oh yeah his I frog thought, splash was fucking great I just thought don't do this Rob you can't do it and he he did like three quarters away across the ring it's impressive um, then, but then we have um, by the way okay. I, I sort of hate that Tommy Dreamer Oh, he has has hardcore pants on. I know. Um, question: it's that was didn't, dusty pants. didn't Dreamer have a match with Edwards at last year's Slam anniversary? He did. How was it? It was alright. It was a uh, one where that's where he got the kendo stick from because he took it. Uh-huh. Well, Dreamer passed it down to him. I see. I don't know. Kendo sticks wasn't Dreamer's thing. I know. Well, it was. No, it wasn't. Kendo sticks was Sandman. Sandman, but. Dream obviously used them in every match. Speaking of dog shite, um, <laughs> ECW people coming back. Sabu, who hell. has that girl with her. He always has that girl with her, and I, it's like genie girl. Yeah, and like I, d- I don't know who the fuck she is. It's just weird. But, like, I mean, you know I've, what I've he... watched shoot interviews of Sabu where she's just sitting in the fucking corner for some reason, and it's like you talk, you talk about RVD not being able to move. Sabu can't even do his fucking. Point of the sky thing. Sabu can't move. Sabu can't pee without help anymore at this point. Yeah, so. he cannot move. It's like, what are you doing? What this is? This is why? Literally, this why is, is this the main event? This is starting to turn me off of Impact. It's starting to, to turn 
they're starting to make the same mistakes. Literally, they did. BM make. Actually, they're not the same company. Uh, literally, it's starting to feel like old TNA. We're like, yeah, the undercard mm-hmm. is fun, but then the main event it just makes it not worth it. Because like, yeah. if you have I mean, a bad got... main event, that's the bread and butter of your company not working for you. Moose Moose turns up in this. He's not wrestling. Killer Cross isn't wrestling. Um, um Michael Elgin didn't wrestle. No. Um, Swan, Willie Mac. Yeah, all of these people who are excellent in the Tassa ring. didn't wrestle. Like, if you look at who actually wrestled on this card, you have Disco Inferno, RVD, and Tommy mm-hmm. Dreamer. Yeah. So, come on. Do better. Like, so, li- so, literally, Gaff, like, I forgot to cancel my free trial for um, for Impact Plus. So, like, <laughs> I'm stuck with Impact for another month, so I might as well keep watching. But honestly, if they don't turn it around, I'm fucking giving up. <laughs> I mean, you can still watch the weekly shows for free. But I can gaff, but at the same time, this uh, is yeah. It, it's getting. I hope. I, I, just, I, I was, hope it's just a short term. I thing. was because really that's thing. The stuff they had at the Rebel Entertainment Complex was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like an RVD was being used correctly in sort of an undercard. Um, he might have one challenge for the title, but then he's done. Type thing. The fact that it's RVD, he's going to be insisting on main event. And I'm fine with him having a main event. I'm not fine with him fucking main eventing against Tommy Dreamer. In a exhibition. Yeah, and it, it didn't even last 10 minutes. No, it was poor. Like, I, I, we've ranted about this longer than I'm, the match I'm, was. I'm just done with those people being there. Just, nah. Just... The ECW nostalgia is definitely gone. Yeah. Like, we, so, nah. it's had its day, and like, we've all, we all had ECW phases, I'm sure. Did you have an ECW phase? Not really. Oh, of course you fucking didn't. But, yeah, it's just... It's done. Just stop. I think what the ECW thing was... What? 98, 99? Um, yeah, that's when it was... That's... I think... I was still sort of watching WCW. <laughs> oh, my. 1999 WCW. Oh, um, yeah. And I, and, and I was but a one-year-old. In and out of WWE... See, and I was, yeah. and and like I hit an ECW phase like right around like thirteen, fourteen when you start to become a smart and you're just watching everything ECW that you can. And to yeah. be fair, like a lot of ECW did define how I watch re- like wrestling today. Like a lot of the Japanese, my exposure to like old Japanese wrestling or Blucher started through ECW. So like that's mm-hmm. that's cool and all, but also we don't need to see Tommy Dreamer. Like RVD, yeah. I get RVD the draw. Tommy Dreamer's not. I just don't understand why RVD is still a draw. Because can't work. Because he's cool. He sh- you know what? He should have been in that, de- in that um, Rascals to get. Yeah. They should have him every week. He could be their dealer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, though, it's like, um, at least he's not um, forcing Impact to use his girlfriend, which he forced ICW to do, and she's do- and she's worse. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't know. Because she worked at United We Stand. Yes. Did she? Yeah, she was for random girl in the knockouts title match with the big ass. God. Like, and that was her gimmick. So. Anyway, there. It was... No, it wasn't average. It was, it was a shit week, Gaff. Stop trying average, to... Sure. Uh, the only people you seem to be, like... It's the only thing you seem to be jumped to defend is impact. Everything else, you're fine taking devil's advocate. In this case, I'm gonna sort of disagree. Like, there's nothing... Like... Even LAX versus North, as good as it was, was not worth like everything else. It was not worth 
Falabar's feet. It was not worth. If I was if I wasn't watching it weekly, I wouldn't go and look for it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if I but, literally, but t- literally t- like, if, if we weren't going to be talking, if we weren't going to be talking about it on the podcast, I would have stopped. Yeah. I'll still watch it because I know, and I know you will, and that, that's fine. But like this week wasn't a good week. It wasn't great. Like I, I have more interest in Raw this week than fucking Impact, but I still watch Impact. Tells you what, a lot of what I think. But anyway, that was the Podmania Pro Wrestling podcast this week. I have been so tired so sad but this has also been a very fun podcast it's been nice having you on Garth um, Rob it's is exciting de- times Rob is going to shout at us next week uh, if he listens to this podcast <laughs> but again we've went worse places very worse yeah oh. much worse and that's just a ride down to Blackpool um, you can where can you find Podmania on the internet Garth everywhere <laughs> Twitter Facebook you can find Chris on Tinder. Um, Got a new profile. It's a, it, no, literally, my new Tinder profile just says, um, but you may not, if you've seen Endgame, you know that I'm basically four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't put yourself down like that. Four's my favourite Avenger, man. Well, Spidey, now, but like. We are um, at Podmania. At Real Podmania as well. Um, you can find us on relevant podcast app like Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, um, Pod Addict, um, everywhere. Google week. Play Music, um, iTunes, iHeartRadio. For some reason, does anyone listen to iHeartRadio? I don't know. But we need to get those likes. We need to get those subscribes. We need to get those five star uh, reviews. Absolutely, and we can find us on YouTube where I think I'm starting Universe Mode. If I can figure out how to fucking edit. Yeah. Um and. That's basically it. You can find Garth on Twitter. At Garthamania. Yep, and you can find me. Can you tell? It's like 11 at night. Um, And you can find me at CandyChris97. Best name ever. Um, <laughs> And you can find Rob probably here next week. Hopefully he doesn't get his Twitter... That's what annoys me, actually, very quickly. When we both host... Rob still puts his Twitter first. I'm like, fuck you, man. You're not here. <laughs> so, like, you can find his on the, f- the first fucking thing, and then ours, like, probably free down. Um, thanks, Rob. And we'll see, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans.